2577 TC. We use the Thelmesian calendar. We always have. Even after Thelmesia was destroyed. They say it was supposed to be a shield. A defensive measure against monsters. To bring Thelmesia into a new age. A utopia at the center of the world. Some time ago we began weaving magic into our technology. We called it Arcanine. But it was too strong. Weapons capable of atomizing entire cities. Shields that should have saved lives, but instead tore them away. They outlawed it, the world over. Most continents didn't even have it in the first place, but now no one does, supposedly. Some low-level Arcani remains. The Arcani engines that power the trains, Alexandria even has a few airships now. Seems the Arcani Inquisition let that one slip. Well, I managed to get a hold of one of those engines. Plugged it into something I found in the sunken ruins of Thelmesia. A few nuts and bolts here, a little alchemical touch there, and a simple cantrip to hold it all together. I'm a scientist, that's all. I just want to see what happens when I fire it up. Will it fall apart? Maybe. Will it reduce all of Lacrin to dust? Hopefully not. Will it punch through into the heavens themselves and take from the gods what they took from me? I fucking hope so. Again. Typical, typical uh-huh. Hello, everybody. Yes, hello. It's me, Pumpkinberry, with the second night in a row of sound issues right at the beginning. Every single time I update the GoXLR, it uh, changes all <clears throat> of my profiles. It's really great because I have hundreds of them for all the different table story shows. Okay, well, hopefully this won't destroy itself now. Hi, well, players. You managed to fix it in like a minute. Mine took 20, so because this has happened to me about five times now and i'm like oh that's okay. that again thank god i know how to fix it um we'll see maybe i think where were you yesterday it could go all wrong well, I, I have no idea what you were doing yesterday that was uh that was crazy it was funny though kind of you know yeah sometimes it's okay. kind of just okay cause it's sort of, as stressful as it is for you like because i know exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. how you felt then i was oh, like yeah. oh it's the like, worst oh, but i don't think anyone minds it feels like the spotlight's on you and you feel crazy but it wasn't too bad um if you don't know what we're talking about there was a one shot no it wasn't a one shot it's a mini series yeah. called uh, reaper <clears throat> relay last night in which uh, pumpkinberry totally 
screwed everything up. Yeah. Um, okay. No, it wasn't that bad at all. Nice it was really bad. good, though. It was really good. I watched the whole thing, um, and I don't know anything about Mass Effect, and it's about Mass Effect. Um, and I was so invested, and then I looked up what Katie Peters plays Alien Race was supposed to be at the end, and it all yeah. made sense. You know? About me? Yeah. Oh, I'm like, like that I did it did, did I did an okay job being yeah like I was like I was like watching it like what is that all about and then I looked it up and I was like oh that's what Thank it's God. about yeah it was really it was really really good I really enjoyed it if you want to see it, it's called Reaper Relay but this is dying oh, um B team the B squad the uh the lesser team wow how dare you Maybe. that does that does sting does it mean bit. does it mean that you're the lesser team not really no uh, no. Or does it just mean that, you know, they needed to call you something? We're more important, so we just need to keep a lower Is there even out. an A-team? You guys have never so met they just, them. They just oh. downplay us a little bit. But we do know there is an A-team, right? I don't think you know anything. Um, you know... Wow. You know... That was Brad speaking to PB, by the way. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> we're told that there's You're an You're told a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we're playing <clears> a... Um, it's a it's a secondary campaign wrapped within the main campaign um somewhat and there a set of it's almost like his own mini series almost a set of one shots kind of um set aside from the main campaign usually we have uh most of these wonderful people take out tuesday replace her with disby arix and that's the usual crew um going on a sort of save the world situation campaign where they're wandering all over the place doing all sorts of stuff every now and then we're going to switch to these guys pretty much exclusively when someone is missing um for whatever reason Disby's traveling back to the philippines so i was like let's side swipe over to these guys and uh you're playing the b team and it's both the b team sort of as a b campaign thing and also in character you guys are playing the inquisition in my setting of dnd there is an inquisition um, who were set up to, um, they're like the FBI, basically, but they're kind of worse and better and not, and more confusing because there's all magic and stuff. But imagine if the FBI had to deal with magic, it's that. Fringe. Fringe. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So in terms of what, uh, generally what it is, I think last time I kind of, I, uh, explained it pretty well, but just to give you a reminder, um, the Inquisition have been around forever, 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 forever. Although a couple of hundred years ago, there was a new division that was created um, outside of the usual duties of the Inquisition, who are usually just kind of looking into, um, you know, hard, like hardcore um, investigative stuff. Um, outside of any real nation, um, they created the Arcani Inquisition. Now, Arcani is a term that you're going to hear every now and then. Uh, it's essentially, essentially, it's Magitech. Uh, it's it's technology that has been infused with magic beyond your usual kind of enchanted sword or something like that. Um, something a little more, things that are way more complex and really, really powerful. Um, they created this Arcani Inquisition and outlawed any Arcani in the world because at one point, an entire continent called Thelmesia was exploded, um, supposedly, um, by 
an Arcani machine and they went, well, we can't mess with this anymore. If people can do that and we've only just started messing with this stuff, um, we're going to wreck the entire world. So the Inquisition said no more Arcani. It's illegal. And then they created the Arcani Inquisition, which is essentially what you guys are playing. You're playing members of a particular team uh, from the country of Alexandria, the B team. Um, there are two. There's an A team and a B team, as far as you guys are aware. And uh, you're above everything, really. You're above the local law enforcement. Uh, you're above kings. Uh, you're above emperors. Um, whenever anyone is suspected of using Arcanite, regardless of who they are, uh, you guys are sent in and you have you have the power to do pretty much whatever you want to stop that or, or acquire the Arcanite on behalf of the Arch Inquisitor and the, uh, the Arcanite Inquisition. Any means necessary. You have full authority. You are you have a license to kill if you want it. Uh, as long as you don't kill each other, they're not too happy about that. <laughs> try, try not to kill each other. It's going to happen now that I've said it. Put it in your heads. Um, so, uh, we have done one of these before. To remind you guys of kind of what happened, one of your members, um, Nathan, Nathan Bell, who's also in the chat, I think, because he changed his name, because he provided the character. Um, one of your previous members went missing a few years ago, um, and your leader, uh, uh, the leader of your team, Seastalker, was sent to investigate it. Um, he discovered that Nathan was dead, found in Caspermorth dead, while looking into something, although he couldn't find much out. Um... Eventually, like, he, he only found out something about a, uh, a ship called the Dragonfly, which is apparently an Arcanine-enhanced ship that went missing. Um, a few years later on, something came up that led Seastalker to go and look into this again. He did so, but he went missing again, and then they sent in the two of you that played in the previous one, Lyra and Cairo, went to Caspar Morph to find... Find out what's going on here. Um, basically, you went there <laughs> and kicked down the door and said, the Inquisition's here, bitch. And then you kind of discovered that a lot of people in Casper Morph kind of knew, it seemed like they knew what was going on with um, this ship, the Dragonfly. You didn't find any evidence of anything going on with Seastalker. Um, but you did find somebody called Geo, who lived on a ship called the Lark. Um, and this was a kind of older man, sort of in his 60s, uh, human looking. Uh, and he had a dragonfly tattoo on his neck. Um, he mentioned someone by the name of Cedric, who was a possible leader figure. These are the things that you found out, by the way, that I'm listing off. Um... This person also seemed to know that you were in B-Squad, which is way above, like, no one should ever know that, other than other members of the Inquisition, maybe. And even then, like, you don't know who's in the A-Squad, right? So the fact that this random dude that you encountered knew about you kind of got your, uh... And that we were on the way. Yeah. Which was alarming. Kind of seemed yeah, to he know... Yeah, he was expecting us. Yeah, he, he sort was. Of knew everything. Um, which was worrying. Um... He knew your names, kind of who you were, knew that you were coming. He said, uh, he, he asked you to leave. He just said, leave. And you were like, okay. And you guys 
took the opportunity to withdraw. He said, I'll send you packing back up to the gods if they're still up there. And uh, then you guys left. Um, really, all you discovered was that there must have been... Your your theory was that maybe Seastalker had turned heel um, and had joined them, and that's why they had all the information. Um, I think that was your theory, vague theory that you came up with. Um, you found out... I think it was it. <laughs> Sometimes I can't tell on my notes whether this is a thing you found out or a thing that I wrote down. I think well, that, that was pretty much it. Pretty much sums it up, yeah. You know, you know that the Dragonfly ship and the Dragonfly crew are integral to just an extremely huge Arcani uh, thing going on. There's something up, and the Dragonfly the a couple of years ago seems to be at the center of it, possibly led either by Geo or by this person Cedric, and that. Maybe Seastalker is involved or with them or something. They've gotten information from somewhere and really the only option since Nathan is dead is that they got it from Seastalker. Um, unless maybe they tortured it out of Nathan. But Nathan or was kind of found... Nathan was found like shot. Like he was in a fight. Like he wasn't tortured or anything. Because um, you did have the... You guys had the body. Um, there was also something funny about his ship but I don't think we knew exactly what it was. He had something funny about his ship. We know outside of character that he had a big yeah. Arcanite spider <laughs> attached to the yeah. bottom of it. But I don't um, think we knew exactly what it was. I right. think we knew there was something off with it and potentially magical, but... Distinct things that you noticed about it was that there was black and yellow paint sort of spilled looking across the bow of the ship um, so that if you were to see it, you'd be able to tell what ship it was in the future. Um, so... Every time we do one of these, that's, that intro is going to get longer and longer because I'm going to need to, re re like, you know, yeah. previously on last. It's and it's just the way of it. <laughs> so if that, uh, hopefully that kind of sums everything up for you guys um, who are watching because um, it's just, it's a little, it's a lot to remember. Um, and it brings you up to the, to the point that we were at when we did the first one. Um, so between the last one and now, it was, it was sort of nighttime when you guys left and you acquired you procured a train you jumped onto a train and was like get us out of here and the, the the conductor was like sure you're the inquisition i'm gonna do that and took you out of town um and you guys went back to um the uh the center of the world uh just a little thingy here there is to give you guys an idea of where we are uh there it is Alexandria, the map, if you want it. This is where you guys are. Um, you're in Alexandria. It's a pretty big country. It's it's uh, Originally, it was kind of the, uh, the human continent. Um, there's like a dwarven continent where they say the dwarves come from, an elven one where the elves come from. This is the one that, for the most part, it seems to be that humans came from. But now it's a very mix and match country. Um, the center of Alexandria is Bologna. It's where... Uh, Ellie and uh, Bo are from as well. Um, and you guys started last week in Caspian Wharf on the eastern peninsula in the, min in the middle. So, it's only been maybe like 12 to 16 hours since that last thing. You guys, Lyra and Cairo, on a train 
went back to Bologna, the capital city. Once you got off that train and maybe headed back to uh, a headquarters that I'm sure you guys have, that I doubt is anything crazy. Um, it's probably a, a little more than an, like an underground looking home, that kind of thing, because everything is all very hush-hush. Um, you don't really have like a big flashy Inquisition Central anymore. They used to do that, but they don't anymore. Um, uh, so you guys probably have a hideout of sorts that you guys meet at and work from. Maybe even live in, um, since you kind of work out of Alexandria and you, you would know this whole place. And you've probably been everywhere. Um, I think you guys would have arrived immediately um, and then been given new orders straight away. Uh, and I think our two new players who were not at all new members would already have been there prepared and maybe even waiting for you guys to show up with like packed bags um, all four of you would have met and been given new orders instantly um, let's see so um, the information that you guys gathered sparked a response um, from the Arch Inquisitor like instantly. He told you to head to Solva, which is on the other side. Um, and at the port, find a dwarven cargo ship, which is bound for Darn Durol, known as the Chandralar, or Chandral Sh Sharandlar, even. It's a dwarven god. I always want to say Shangri-Lar. Um, find a way on board. You were advised to go undercover and investigate. Um, and you were told that it's likely and really your, your mission here is um, to discover whether one or more members on board this ship are part of the Dragonfly crew. Sometimes, by the way, the Arch Inquisitor doesn't give you all the information. And I think you guys probably know that. You're just told, do this. With very little context. Um, and I really think that is probably all the information you were given. Um, I'm sure that you guys would have spent... It's, it's a short-ish journey um, on the train between Casper Morph to Bologna. It's only a few hours. Um, and then a few hours to Solver on as well. So I think um, you would have had some time to like rest, relax, catch up with each other. Um, I'm sure like uh, Infidelia and uh, Errol Pay, uh, you've probably been on a mission maybe together um, and come back together. You've probably done some small thing like someone had a brooch that turns into a cat, you know, <laughs> and they were like, wait, that is that an Arcanine or not? And you went and found out that it wasn't, it was just an enchanted brooch. And that, that's probably it, like a lot of these things probably pan out like that. Um, and you've cut off a few fingers, pulled a few fingernails and you're like, oops. Yes, it was uh, pretty innocent after all. Da, 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 da. And then you probably head home. So I think you've probably come off of a, uh, a mission of your own and then headed straight towards uh, this one and then being caught up immediately into this. Also, last thing, four people on a mission is a lot. I don't think you guys ever really go on these missions with... Most of the time, you're sent out alone. Um, the only time you'll ever go out as, as twos and stuff is if it's really dangerous or 
Um, there's literally like nothing going on, I think. Um, to have four of you going means it's probably a big deal. Like something's up. Um, and uh, I think those sorts of things would be maybe playing through your minds as you're on the train heading over to Solver. Lyra used to be a sailor. <laughs> and that's how you got onto the ship. And I'm... We're starting on the ship, but how do you think you got everyone oh. on this ship, Lyra? Oh, I was actually going to ask what kind of... If we're going undercover, what does the ship normally transport? Like, who would normally book passage on it? Um, it's a cargo ship, um, but they... Almost every ship has allowances for passengers. <laughs> um, people can pay, you know, just to go on a cargo ship. This ship in particular is uh, Captain Stark Pike's Dwarven Run. Um, uh, with a Dwarven crew. And he's a dwarf. Um, it's a Dwarven cargo ship i think it has a name but it also doesn't it's not a ship that we get in real in the real world uh because it's a weird looking strangely shaped uh almost like rhombus diamond shaped thing um very squat um and it seems to sit very low in the water and it has like an iceberg element where it goes down very oh, low cool. into the water um it comes up um and it's quite flat along the top uh, with several sails that run back and forth. There's also an element to this of uh, um, almost steam engine-y. There's an engine within the ship. Okay. Um, but it for the but it seems to be pretty much still a sailing vessel. Um, the crew is only five uh, five people on the crew, including the captain, and um, there are other passengers that you can see that were. You know, like pay, just paying him a few coins to get on the ship. Um, the ship is heading from uh, Solva to Gurngan, which is a place in Dondorol, which is the, the dwarven continent. Um, on the world map, because you guys have a world map, and I'll give you it again. Um, you're heading from... Uh, I hope this works out for... Roll 20? No, not really, but yeah, kind of. Alexandria. Um, and you go around the Thelmesian ruins, because that's... No ship can go over there. It's like the Bermuda Triangle now. Um, Alexandria to Dondorol on that south... Um, southeastern peninsula. It's the shortest distance there is between Alexandria and, and Dondorol there. Um, and there's Gurngan there, and that's where the ship is heading from and to. And it just seems it's mostly... It's a big squat thing designed to carry... Uh, a lot of cargo um and uh for the most part it seems to be they, they were loading on boxes and all sorts of things um there seems to be like a, a singular purpose for this thing in that it's cargo um i don't know if you would have how much you would be interested in that or whether what, what it is um but there was also there's passengers and there's also rooms um people travel via this thing a lot it has an area where people sit on the mid deck okay. um it has areas where people sleep um so you can you can go there the uh the predicted travel time is uh three days okay 
Um, well, Lyra actually has a feature um, called Ship's Passage, mm-hmm. so which I know is what you were referencing, but just for those listening, um, you can secure free passage on a sailing ship for you and your companions. You might sail on a ship that you served on or another ship that you have good relationships uh, with. So I'm actually going to say that uh, Stark, Stark's Pike, right? Is that the captain? Uh, yep, I'll give you it fully. Okay. okay. I'm going to say that that uh, that he has great relationships with uh, Belmir, who's somebody that I served with on my on my ship for a long time. And so I basically reached out to Belmir and then Belmir was like, I can get you onto the ship, sure. Yeah. And that's um, how, so. I think, yeah, that's probably the case. I think as soon as you showed up, um, maybe he was even expecting you. You're a tabaxi. Yeah. Tabaxis are quite rare. Um, tabaxi, um, they're not as rare as a drow. Um, but they're, they're rare enough that you'd, you, um, you know, you don't see too many tabaxis kind of wandering up and down the street in, in Alexandria. Um, there are, there are a few, there, there would be tabaxi quarters and stuff like that yeah. where you're used to seeing others, but, um, I, I think, think I probably knew that too, cause we're traveling me and then we're also traveling. It's a weird, weird party. We can't pretend to be a family. We can't really kind of lay low. Um, so I probably reached out to Belmir and said that as such, like, I need to get here and I need to be on the ship. Can, can you get me on the ship? And yeah. And I, I think yes. when you, uh, when you arrive, you, you guys maybe show up, um, you, you head down through Solver. Solver is a, uh, an interesting city. It's really big. Um, it's maybe about as big as the capital city, Bologna. It has a really strange history in, in Solver in that the, uh, the, at the center of this city is a, a lake which is always growing and expanding outwards and it expands the more people that live in Solva, the bigger the lake gets and it's a freshwater lake um so it was like an awesome place to to live and find a lot of people who are religious believe it to be like divine a lot of people just believe it to be magic um and uh so Solva is a really big city now it's it's, it's got everything you can imagine um a, a sort of fantasy medieval level modern day city to have um and a huge port um because there is a lot of sea um each continent is is split and so there's a huge port and probably it takes you guys a little while once you get off of that train head down um and around this lake and then down towards the port side um you've then got to find this ship right so it probably took you guys a, a little while before you found it um, what do you think you guys are wearing? For the most part, Inquisition... If you're going in full uniform, you'd be in Inquisi- Inquisitorious robes, like big black robes, um, uh, and probably all marching along together. Um, but- I mean, I already stand out. Um, I guess to fill chat in, I didn't want to do, like, uh, dark makeup, so I just <laughs> yeah. kind of great outlined. I am a dro, so... I, I already stand out, so I'm just wearing the robe and, and owning it proudly. Yeah, I mean, you're a, you're a wizard. It's not too uncommon yeah. for, you know, a wizard to just be like, I'm a mage, and be wearing, like, mage robes. It's a it's a sign. Yeah. Like, seeing a wizard walking down any street anywhere with, with books in hand and a, and a, and a, a robe um, doesn't necessarily mean you're Inquisition. 
Um, you could be, you can probably have several sets of robes if you wanted to be in different yeah, robes. That, like, it's like, it's like this one, instead of it being inquisition colors, it's, it's like this where it's like black with green and stuff. And I have like my giant books and I'm like waddling along behind everybody and, and like maybe reading on top of it, uh, from the books because I'm just, you know, I gotta be learning at all times. Can't waste time. Yeah. Um, what about, uh, Infidelia? She's wearing tight black clothes. So just from head, from her neck down to her legs, she's got long pants on, but she's got boots that come up to her knees that are just black and tied, laced all the way up. And she's not dressed probably how she should, but she tries to wear black clothing whenever she can. And you're a half orc. Like how orcish do you look? Or, or maybe more, the other half is humanoid, just human. I have a lot of orcish features i have a pale green skin complexion and it's kind of patchy um she has dark hair and she's got those two little teeth that stick out mm -hmm. on, on her under under her lower lip she's got a half crescent moon on her forehead that has been tattooed on and she doesn't seem to blink very much like you think she might be blinking but then you're not sure yeah it seems like she stares a lot um, and then a reminder on Cairo. So I'm probably the least eye-catching among this group, uh, for sure. But I do have Cerise, uh, like, you know, rosy-colored hair. And probably the most conspicuous thing about me is the owl, uh, the barn owl that accompanies me. And I think right now he's probably actually sitting uh, on my forearm, and I'm just kind of carrying him that way. And I do have a pretty impressive-looking bow. Um... But I, and normally it kind of sparkles gold, but for this mission, I'm trying to look just like a traveling hunter, not anybody that has special weapons. So I actually crafted a little leather sort of, um, not a scabbard, but whatever the equivalent is for a bow so that you're not seeing the sparkling bow, but I have a, a loose fitting white shirt tucked into some brown leather pants um, and some probably about calf height uh, brown leather boots that are very well worn and um, kind of keeping to myself probably occasionally checking in with with keepy my owl and a uh, the an exact replica of Olivia Newton John's leather jacket <laughs> yes apparently <that> <laughs> um, in case you didn't know what that was chat that's exact, <laughs> that's the real one from the movie that Tuesday it's bought cloth! in real life uh, <laughs> and then leading the pack probably Lyra since you're taking point with no worsten who is usually leading the uh group through any if you'd ever do group stuff um or generally in in terms of hierarchy he's the uh he's the leader second in command here is you what do you think uh what are you looking like what are you doing um i'm wearing probably just kind of like dark uh cloak i've got a hood i'm not i don't have it on or maybe i did when we got to the ship but once they knew who i was i mean i try really hard not to stand out um i'm pretty much covered except for my face, uh, my hands, my arms, everything. If I can hide my tail, I try to hide my tail as much as possible as well. Um, you know, I have the pointy teeth and um, I have one broken ear that is just like, won't twitch or move like my other ear does when I'm frightened or having emotion. Um, and I do have a long, what looks like a map case. And it's really, really uh, long uh, across my back. And that's what I have brought with me along with my traveling bag. You're 
old captain. So I did. I gave you an extra bit of info. I don't know if you saw it, but I wrote in your bio a tiny little extra element um, just to because I knew that you'd probably need to rely on it to get on this ship today. Um, it's in the character backstory somewhere. Um, you had an old captain, um, Captain Lentz. He does he know that you're Inquisition now or not? Uh, no. So that so these dwarves that you're garnering passage with wouldn't know either. You're yep. just you're just a bunch of people, friends, adventurers, right. something like that. Right. Yeah. Um. So I would imagine there's uh again just to kind of. Um, so I'm so sorry. Where is this? I don't see it. Oh, sorry. All. It's um in the bottom left oh, I see hand it. Okay. box. It's I, just a, it's just a it. very little yeah. tiny bit. Um and uh yeah so i think you guys take a little while it's it's not you guys are like all you probably all should have proficiency in investigation ticked on your skills if you don't tick it um because you just get that for being part of the inquisition um you all um it would take it would take you no time at all to find a big dwarven like squat looking cargo ship um, you can see that the side of the ship um, is able to come down um, and open up like those, you know, like Greyhound buses do um, to gain access to the lower deck from the port side itself. Um, and as you guys approach it, you can see it's kind of lifting up and closing um, as if they're finishing up with the cargo loads. And uh, you can see a pretty small looking dwarf, even by dwarven standards. He seems to be relatively short compared to the other dwarves that are moving up and down. Um, and already you can see that he looks relatively sort of eccentric. Um, he's wearing like a pretty large, one of those tricorn captain's hats. Um, he's wearing like a, a set of, of red, um, uh, sort of, I would say like sailors, whatever that sailor's finery is that you'd get on like captains in the Navy as opposed to like pirates, you know what I mean? Um... But it looks old and very sea-worn. None of them look particularly like a, a crew of uh, um, authority-based shipsmen, but they also don't look like um, pirates. Um, you can tell that they're just a cargo ship. There is one of the dwarves who is very strong-looking, very militant-looking, who's wearing like heavy armor and has just got a massive great axe on his back. Um... But of the other dwarves, they look like sort of sailors, sailor-type dwarves. The smallest one is uh, Captain Starkpike. And I think very quickly, he, when you guys approach, he would have noticed you, Lyra. There would have been a back and forth where he's like, Hey, that's right. Oh, yeah, I see you here. I got you down. He's got his um, shipping manifest where he's checking everything off. And um, he sort of nods and points and a few things. And then you guys are allowed onto the ship. Um... A short while later, I think probably the ship would would leave with you guys on board. Um, and you guys would have had a good idea of what, what this ship looks like. You guys would have gone onto the top deck and then gone below decks to the to the mid deck. Three decks. Top deck. I'm not good at sailing terms as well, by the way. And I know you're all going to give me shit for it. But um, it's uh, it's this is what they this is the terminology in Lacrin. That's my excuse. Top deck. Mid-deck, lower decks. The lower deck seems to have a lot of cargo. Even the mid-deck has a lot of cargo. 
Um, and the top deck, they pretty much told you, ideally, don't go up there. Um, just for your don't own safety. Don't go up on the top deck? Yeah, they, you can. Okay. You're, you're free to go pretty much wherever you want on the ship, is what they told you. Um, but the top deck is where they're working, especially when they're um, leaving and going out to sea. It's just way more dangerous. There's wind. Yeah. There's, um, you know, the, the rocking of the ship. You can go overboard. Um, and they're obviously, that's where the dwarves, for the most part, seem to be working. They're pulling at all the rigging and things like that. Um, so they, they just tell everyone, because you aren't the only passengers here. When you're getting on board and coming, you go across the top deck and they take you down. Um, and also they told you if you wanted to, uh, if you need to speak to anyone, you're free to go up to the top deck and grab one of the dwarves up there. You're free to speak to them. Um... But generally, you know, like hanging around on the top deck and fucking around. If you go overboard, that's your fault. And they're not going to stop the ship. <laughs> you know, like you're done. Um, so they suggested that you stay on the mid deck would be a better way to put it. Um, you saw the other passengers here as well. So to give you a quick idea, and then I'll bring you over to the uh, the ship itself. Um, the uh, There are five other passengers... I believe that you saw on here. Um, there is. Uh, you saw uh, a woman, uh, a half-elf woman. You see a Goliath. And when you're you're shown to a particular, there are two sides where there are uh, quarters that you can stay in. You guys are shown into one set of beds. Um, and on the other opposite side of the mid-deck, there's another set of beds. Um, and it seems that people have kind of set up in there. In your side is a Goliath, who is just sat there, think like Drax. You know how he's just standing there silently in the background? A whole time, even if you nodded to him or said hello, he's sitting on the edge of a, a cot, just staring. Um, he's got all these um, crazy-looking tattoos. He's wearing a big fur kind of cloak that does almost nothing to cover most of his body, um, and a loincloth. He's got an axe that's just sitting on the bed behind him. And what looks like a really big bag of stuff that God knows what's in it. Um, and he's just sitting there very silently. Other than that, it seems that the rest of the cots in here are yours to use freely. Each cot has a, a storage box next to it that you're free to pick and choose and use. Um, you see also there's a there's a dwarf with um, an instrument. It looks like he's got a lute with him. Um, you see a uh, half-elf woman um, who seems to be in the other room. She, she maybe walked past and she was unpacking some stuff. There's what is almost certainly a merchant, an old man, um, who sets up not in one of the cots, but in an area in the central um, portion of this mid-deck where there are booths that you can sit in and chairs. Um, there's even a thing that it seems that you can use to cook. Um, and he kind of sets down his stuff over there. Um, and then you see another human man um, who kind of, he greets you guys as you're coming through. Um, and you get the sense that he works on the ship as well. Um, as one of the crew members, because um, he kind of he seems to be greeting people and pointing them to where they want to go, um, and he he's the one that says to you, "Oh, yep, you guys can go over to this room and sit in here and, and set up there are cots and, and boxes and things like that." Um, and uh, I believe that is it. So fast forward just a little, just to get you to that point there, because um, it's all just faff. I'm going to bring you over to the ship itself. Ship map is set up a little weirdly. It's dynamically lit. 
and uh, I'm going to drag you over. So you should, in theory, be able to see some stuff. Now, it's dynamically lit in the sense that when you move around, it will uncover where you are. Do you see where you are? Everyone yes. can see yourself? Yes. Okay. Yes. And you can see the, uh, the Goliath sitting in the background staring at you. You guys are free <laughs> to kind of move around with your tokens to a degree. Um, uh, obviously, when you move around and, and, and role play, um, it's just more of an idea of, to keep track of where you are on the ship and things like that. Um, and also, you haven't seen everyone on the ship. You don't know what the ship holds and things like that. You guys have been sent to investigate something about this ship. Um, supposedly, one of these people, maybe more of them, are members of the Dragonfly crew. So finding them, interrogating them, figuring out what's going on with them, bringing them in maybe, is really your mission here. Um, I'm sure you guys would have discussed it a little bit. You're free to discuss it now. There's a Goliath that's just staring at all of you. Just, he's just sitting there silently and staring at you all as you walk in. Um, and uh, yeah, you guys can move around a little yeah, bit. The Goliath are just staring at each other. Who yeah. will blink first? Yeah, 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 exactly. They're doing the staring context uh, contest and you can probably, they probably seem the same. So just to check with myself that I uh, told you everyone and everything. Yeah. So I think probably um, a little while later you can hear a, a low rumble that seems to come from uh, maybe some of the mechanisms that are in the ship and then the ship sets underway and constantly at all times there is the sound of these dwarves on the top deck just shouting at each other and they're just they just constantly sound like they're arguing apart from the captain who sounds happy and eccentric and wild he's he's doing things like i had a yippee let's go lads let's go and then the other ones are like hey what are you pulling that for you bastard that's gonna break me engine and then another one at the front of the ship is screaming just wildly because he seems uh, his only um character trait that i've written down is crazy um, and you definitely get that vibe as soon as you saw him. So, ship set sail. What do you guys do? Quick question. Is Worston actually here? Uh, and, oh, no, he's uh, not. It's just that there was okay. a... I was in a Schrodinger's version of... Gotcha. <laughs> just the, wanted to make sure. uh, the thing where Disby was maybe in the show, maybe not in this week. Right. So, but now she's not. So, yeah, yeah no. There's no Worston. Ignore him. Sorry. Okay, no worries. Just you four. When I, I walk in, I don't even notice, I don't uh, notice the Goliath at all. I just kind of like walk in and I sit at the one, like the nearest cot to him that's not uh, parallel. And um, I put my books down. I'm like, hmm, that was interesting. And I take out another book and I take out this pen and it looks like I sit down and I start staring at the Goliath and just like, it looks like I'm jotting notes and I'm just like looking at him, looking at that, going, yep. Uh, no, that's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just keep doing that while I wait for like everyone else to get set up. Uh, how does the Goliath react to Errol? Like just walking right up into his face sort of and sitting down. Does he still, is he staring at someone in particular? Let's grab a dice. Do I even own dice? Yes. <laughs> uh, doesn't even look at Errol. Yes. Who's he looking at? Uh, Infidelia. Okay. I look, I look at Infidelia as well. Can I look back at him? Um, and I... Is Infidelia the biggest one here? I think Physically. so, yes. I'm 6'4". Yes. Medium oh, so build, 154. 
Oh, I'm 154 pounds. She would 152 be, pounds. She oh, would be so we're about the same size. Yeah. Muscular. Are you pretty muscular, yeah. Lara, or is it just a cat thing? I'm pretty muscular, so I'm assuming it's it's just like a cat, right? They weigh a lot, but they're probably slim and, you know, like it's all muscle. Yeah. I have muscle. Like, I have, like, you can see it rippling underneath. She's Zarya. Sure I think Zarya. muscle. <laughs> You're Zarya. Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, can I... I want to know if I know what this look is. Is this like a, this is the hottest thing I've ever seen look? Or is this like a, I'm going to murder you in your sleep kind of look? <laughs> Give me an insight check. <laughs> 25. 25. Um, give me an, give me an, in, give me a history check. 10. A 10. Um, I don't think, um... You know every single thing ever about um, this Goliath in particular, but you can tell that he is um, for sure. Uh, he doesn't seem like city folk. Um, he's got a very kind of tribal look about him. Um, Goliath tribes, for the most part in Lacrin, are based on strength. Like that's that, and they're they're not necessarily like, uh, um, like that's who like that's all they're obsessed about. But you know the most Goliaths when they walk into a room will find the strongest person in the room, and maybe that's who they. It's not necessarily a thing where they're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna tackle you and fight you, and I'm gonna you know measure up with you and square up to you situation. But just this is my focus here now that that's that's strongest in the room yeah and it it might be a respect thing it doesn't it's not always a uh um i'm gonna just take out the biggest guy in the room prison rules it's it's just that in some societies you um you focus on the oldest person at the table for a meal right okay and with this goliath it's more like that i think and it's sort of a respect thing like it's not a okay for sure, it seems a lot more like this, a lot more likely this is a respect thing. But because on a 10, that was to determine what tribe he's from. You okay. don't know um, on a 10. Um, it doesn't seem like one of the ones from Alexandria, though. Okay. I don't really mind what tribe he's from. I just want to know if he was. Well, some tribes it might be that the... he wants to cut off a head. Oh, so it could be a tribal thing. Yeah, but I you see. get you get more of the sense that it's more of a respect thing from this guy. I'll give you that on the 25, okay. the natural okay. 25. Oh, okay. Um, in that case, Delia is sitting on the cot. Are you away? Is your back to him? And you're looking at me? I'm probably sitting. Let me see how this is laid out. I'm, I try to put my token where I'm just like sitting on the edge of the bed. That's what I thought. If you want to hit, if you want to move your token and hold alt, you can move okay. outside of the squares. And I don't, <gasps> I don't mind you guys doing that outside of combat okay. like ever, pretty much. Okay. So yeah, I'm just kind of sitting on the edge of the bed, mostly turned towards Lyra and Cairo, like slightly okay. angled towards you two. So then I would like to make eye contact with you, even though you don't blink and we probably don't really usually communicate via eye contact, but I've forgotten it's habit for me to communicate with my eyes mostly. Mm-hmm. So I make eye contact with you and then I glance at the guy behind you, the Goliath, and then I look back at you and look you up and down. I not very conspicuously look over my shoulder at the guy. 
this like loud sound on the cot, like creaking of leather from my clothes. And like look at him and then I look back at at Lyra. I shrug because my attempt at being discreet has failed. Is there something I need to worry about? No, not at all. At least I don't think so. When I look back at him, does he look back at me at all? Or is he already still just looking at me? He's already looking at you, really. So you just turn around, he's already just kind of staring at you. Um, he he is his skin is kind of a grayish blue. Um, it it looks a lot like stone more than more than it being like a glowing like you know merfolk blue situation. Um, he's got a lot of uh, piercings um, and uh, and scarification and tattoos on him, um, but his eyes are uh, pretty much all white. So there's no um, iris of pupil. Uh, so it's, it, it might be a little unsettling depending on you know your disposition again it's it would be a lot more common in this world than ours but um you don't you don't get any there's nothing coming off of him you know what i mean like it is a very uh just a stony stare kind of thing but he's kind of already looking at you and then and he doesn't do anything else though he doesn't grunt doesn't say anything doesn't even really move yeah he's kind of cute no yeah i'd say well we kind of need to talk i'd say kind of look over at him. He doesn't look like he's going to move. So I probably just, um, I stand up and I brush my my hands on my legs and kind of stretch. I want to take a walk and look around. Want to come with? Do just me. Well, no, Cairo and Errol. We're going to go take a look around. You want to just uh, put your stuff in, in your box there and then I don't say anything. I just hop down and I like throw the book and it's still open and it looked like I was taking notes, but there's literally nothing written down. And I'm like, oh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just like start walking out the door. And I'm, I, I would feel like I'm like the weeniest out of all of them. Like I'm not, there's, there's not any muscle. I'm just like thin and small and not much of a fighter. I got my robes on and I'm just, I'm like om- almost like a Jawa, but taller. Yeah, like shuffling, yeah, I was just gonna say, how tall are you? Five seven. Okay. So I'm not I'm not, okay, sh- not shorty, short. but I'm okay. still like You are to maybe some of us. And, oh yeah. Yeah. Compared you're, to um, you two or six four, I'm like, eh. <laughs> you're uh again, you're free to move around this map pretty much as much as you want. There isn't anything crazy like, you know, you're not in a dungeon where things are gonna trap at you or anything. Everything is here for you to look at and wander around and even investigate kind of semi out of character to look around. Um if you want to move oh. between decks, just let me know. We're on the same map. Um, it's just split into three. You can probably zoom out and see that. Um, it's just purely for my ease of use for the stream, really. But you can, if you want to go up, uh, just let me know and I'll swing you over there. And if you want to go below deck, then just let me know and I'll do that as well. So you okay. guys step out of this, uh, this room. The, there are, there are, um, various portholes that let you see outside. You can see that you're heading away from the, from the land. Um, and you can see the open ocean ahead of you. When you move into this kind of central area, it it does look like it's supposed to be somewhat accommodating um, for... It's like a common room, right? Passengers, yeah. It's very much a common yeah. room. There is um, there is a, uh, a central um, uh, hole, or uh, it looks like probably once that they used it to bring cargo up and down, but now it seems to either be closed or, um, or it's a thing that they can open and close um, to allow that to happen. But for now... When you walk into this room, you can see that there are lots of different 
tables and stalls. Um, there are booths at the top and at the bottom right where that merchant has kind of set up. He seems to just be kind of an old man. He uh, he's lit a pipe and you can you can maybe even smell like the scent of like a sweet tobacco um, in the room. There's the, uh, the sort of bardic looking dwarf. For a dwarf, he looks a little different. Um, he might be a half dwarf, half something else. Um, he's a little shorter. Uh, he's got some strange kind of um, uh, uh, clothing and ornamental things that seem to be attached to the lower parts of his hair. And you can see that he's got a, a bag next to him and a loot. Um, seems to have a kind of happy disposition. There is the gentleman that that works for the uh, for the ship, the human, um, who seems to have settled down next to where the the stove, the cooking thing is. Um, and he's, okay. he just seems to be relaxed there. Um, is he's, he making something? No, but he mm. looks like this is his station almost. He sits down. Um, he looks like he's wearing like sailor's garb as well. Um, and he sits with... Uh, with his legs kind of like crossed on a on a stall um across from you uh which is uh, on the map is here is the room there you know there to be a woman in there um who you saw like bring a bag in and although you can't see her now she presumably is still in there um to come down you guys probably came from this room past okay. a few cargo rooms um and this guy who will have introduced himself i'm sure as zan um, Zan told you that you can, um, up here, right at the very top, you kind of unlit it, is the, uh, is where you can go potty, if you'd like. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, everything else appears to be, like, cargo holds. You can see there are casks and kegs and, and big boxes, smaller boxes, things, and they're all pretty much tied down, um, around this place. But this seems to be the common room. Generally, this is where they sort of expect you to stay, but you, again, you're not locked to it, necessarily. Um, when we, I'm just gonna, because we walked by this way, I just want to look at the map and see what I would have seen as I walked down here. Free to move around, like, whatever, you're, you're good. Oh, okay. Well, then, I probably, what I would like to do when I lead everybody out is go into this room here, this little cargo room I would gesture in here. Mm -hmm. Um, so that we could have our private conversation. Sure. You all creep in. Yeah. And hide and jump on boxes and stuff. Yeah. I assume, Errol, you, you follow as well. I'll just drag you in. Um, yeah, you find a... Uh, you guys kind of, like, saunter into a side room. You sit on some some crates. Um, and uh, they've all been tied down. They seem to be secure. And you can easily jump and sit on a couple or lean against some um, as uh, Lyra ushers you in. So it's important that we find out which of the crew, if any, is working or a part of the Dragonfly crew as well. How do we want to go about this? I mean, I can think of a few ways, but we're supposed to stay undercover, so we can't really grab people and start interrogating them. Plus, I think Belmer would be pretty pissed at me if I did that. Suppose we could try idle conversation, you know? Uh, been to Caspian Wharf lately? That kind of thing? Maybe not as direct? Yeah, I think that seems to be our best option. Is everybody okay with that? I mean, if you if you wanted, <laughs> you could grab someone and torture them. I mean, you know, if, if you wanted. 
Right, but we don't want to do that because not only would that give away the fact that we're Inquisition, but Belmere might never speak to me again. And then I would burn a whole lot of contacts doing that. Why does he have to know? Like, why can't we just, you know, I mean, we're in a side room now. We could just find another room, a little secret on the side, maybe? I feel like that would be too obvious. There are too many people and bring them in, someone's gone, they find them, and they tell that uh, you did oh, it. Let's get rid of the body. I mean, I know a few ways that we can get rid of the body. Uh, Errol, maybe it would be best if you, you know, checked out some of the cargo. Popped a couple of crates. You maybe want me to pop crates? Conversation uh, to us? Uh, okay. <sighs> No, I'm gonna go with you, but I mean, you should just, you should leave all options on the table is what I'm saying. I promise we will work on that acidic body decomposition thing that you want to try. And I know you've been begging to try it. We'll do it. I got, I perfected it already. Okay. Okay. But not now. Now is not the time to test that out. But I mean, we're on a ship. We could just, okay. You know what? We'll we'll get to this later. But if it comes to it, I know how to get rid of the body. I'm just saying. It won't come to it, right? Errol, I need you to promise. I know I mean, you're really I'm not going to do anything. Have you seen these muscles? And I hold up my arm and it's like, I got, you can just clearly see that I have a weenie arm. Like I'm just, there's no muscle. But I'm so familiar with Errol's kind of like childlike manipulation of like, I'm not going to do anything, but it's like, it's that situation of you walk in, there's a dead body and you're like, what? And oh, I didn't do it. No, I didn't it just happened. That. But now that it's happened, I, I want to use my experiments and get rid of it. So I'm sort of used to that because we've worked together in the past. So I'm, a little okay. concerned. <laughs> okay, I promise. I won't do anything unless I have to. Okay, is that is that good? Can I promise that? You can absolutely promise that, but you're not going to have to, Errol. You're not okay. going to have to. That's up to you. Okay. Okay. You're the, you're the leader. That's still really weird, but all right. I'll okay, leader. Seniority. Can I say it again just to like <laughs> annoy you? <laughs> Whatever you say, oh, Captain, you got this. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna separate and go smooth, I guess. Or do we want to check the cargo first? Did you say booze? I don't think that's a good idea. Such smooth. Oh, okay. It's like like well, you can use booze if you want. It's basically just going around and conversing with people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, why don't I just go have a seat by Zan over there and and uh, start having a little conversation? Yeah, might be a good idea. The rest, okay with that, or do you want yeah, to? I'll go have a conversation too if you want. I think we should put sure. feelers out, have some conversation with some of the crew. Try to stick to the crew if you can. Crew. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what we're trying to figure out, right? And then if we need to, we can check the cargo. Okay. But if we can find out what we need to find out with just the crew, then. I don't even listen. I just start opening these boxes. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, with, with what though? Do you have anything to open? These are like proper. I'm just big trying to crates. pull. Like you see me. Like you see me. I'm little, or I'm, I'm small, but I'm like little, and I'm like, oh. And she's like, open. We'll check the cargo, and I'm like trying to open it, still pry it open with my fingers. Yeah, I think uh, Cairo start like wanders out, um, and you you start pulling at one of these boxes. Give me an athletics check with disadvantage. As, as I'm. Totally athletic. I mean, <laughs> get disadvantage because you don't have a crowbar. Oh, look at that! Oh. A two and a twenty. That is a natural one. It's awful. Did I break a nail? I think That's you rude. probably break a nail. Yeah. Um, oh. break a n- it does. It does nothing. Like it. It doesn't move. You would for sure need a, a crowbar or 
you know, I mean, you're a wizard, so you might have some some bullshit that you can do, but just trying to pull at these things is not going to open one of them at all. Uh, I, I, I look at my nail and I go, I just did these. I just got these done. These were expensive. Do you know what I had? Never mind. You don't need to know. Never mind. It's not, not your business, but I just got this done. And can I use my mage hand? You can. Mage, mage hand is not that strong. It though. does. It does. Uh, I know it, it has American <laughs> terminology, so you can tell me when I read it. You can lift something that is 10 pounds with it how much is 10 pounds like a bag of sugar like a cat. 10 pounds is a lid or to less. a cargo crate as it, oh, it's exactly the lid of a, this cargo <laughs> crate specifically a cat um or, le or less than a cat yeah sometimes I I, cats weigh more than that yeah my cat's 16 pounds almost yeah so it's not a lot I think like even with both of your hands on it and then a third hand comes out it's you you maybe hear it Julia's hand instead I'm like no help <laughs> You hear it creak, but it doesn't. It... You have your mage hand pick up Delia's hand. And yeah. Like, <laughs> Why do you it, it lands on Delia's hand and it like tries to guide her over. To <laughs> I just stand there and my arm is just being held up and my hands being like pulled over to the crate. Mm -hmm. Why well, you cannot do this yourself? Well, let's Did maybe you not. See me? Errol, I don't know if we should go right into the cargo right away. I think we should just try to talk to the crew first. If somebody sees us, it, it gives us away a little. Should try to do this as discreetly as possible. If you say so. And I, I have do. my mage hand drop. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Cairo? Oh. Cairo's left. So to, to, to swipe, Cairo, like, you turn around and she's already kind of, like, sauntering down the uh, the uh, center of the, the ship here towards this guy, Zan. Um... Who, for the most part, is kind of like a typical like Disney prince-looking guy. To be honest, he's he's a um, to, to to objectify him. Um, he is uh, he's he's got like a, a decent frame. He's he's a maybe about six feet tall. Um, kind of kind of strong-looking. Not 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 full Gaston. What's the what's the dude from Little Mermaid? What's his name? Probably more like him. Prince Eric. Eric, Prince, dare you? Prince Eric. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, so it's my brain, not my love. My brain, not my love, that has failed me there. Um, but he's probably got longer hair. It looks a little um, uncouth, but and he's got like a five o'clock shadow. Um, and uh, his clothes are a pretty standard-looking tunic and and uh, trousers with some old-looking boots. Um, and. Uh, yeah, other than that, just kind of a pretty pretty average-looking human, but pretty nice-looking. Again, like, sometimes you can determine wealth, almost, from how good people look. Like, if they have nice teeth and stuff, they're probably a noble. He's uh, he's not quite at that level, but he still looks pretty good. And for sure, maybe uh, he probably works out. You know, he's, he's decent shape, that kind of thing. Um, and as you're or walking over... He just works over, on a ship. Yeah, maybe. Um, like, just from lifting boxes, that kind of thing. Um, and uh, he... <laughs> throws you uh what is it what happened i'm so sorry somebody in the chat said i'd take him down to the i'd poop take deck. him down to the poop deck that sounds weird cairo you walk over um um and if you look like you're kind of heading towards him he probably flashes you a yeah. smile and says uh uh hi how's it going zan hey um hey can i help um yeah are you are you the uh the person to seek out if i'm looking for some food or a drink uh he he looks behind him. There's a there's a um uh a stove 
that with with like pots and pans on it, but like no food or anything around. He says, uh, "I uh, I can use it if you want." Well, I am pretty hungry. <laughs> uh yeah, sure. What do you got? I'll cook it. Oh, um, are, are there not any meals? Uh, no, I'm afraid not. Did you bring anything? You can use the stove. I I I can help you out. Uh, no, just rations. <laughs> All Say, right. have you been at this long? You know, this... Working on this ship? Uh, sailing all my life, but, uh... Working on this ship? Hmm, maybe a year. Hmm, that's quite a while. I'm just traveling, you know, trying to see the world. When I got my best friend here, and I, I point to Keepy on my shoulder, well, I sort of promised him, I'll show you the world, I said to Keepy, so that's what I'm doing. Huh. Uh, give me a deception check. Oh, dear. <laughs> you can do it. I believe in you. I got this. 20. Oh. He's, he's like you nodding. You can show him the world. He's like <laughs> nodding along. When you, right. when you like point at the, the owl, he kind of cocks his head. Ah, uh, what, what is that? A kestrel? Uh, no. And I kind of squint my eyes at him a little bit because that could be perceived as a bit of a slight to keepy, and that's not okay with me. So I'm trying to keep my... I'm kind of I'm narrow eyeing him now. Not not at all. That that's my barn owl. Well, that's an owl. That's an keepy. Keepy huh. is an owl. Right. Uh. Well, I I spend all my life at sea. I I can tell you what a seagull looks like. All your life, then. So you were on other ships before this one. Yeah, a few a few different ships. My uh my pa was a famed sailor. <laughs> was he? Yeah. Uh, is he still alive? No. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's uh, cool. He was uh pretty old. I, I didn't I know, know him of too him? well. Uh, I don't know. Depends. Uh, you pretty knowledgeable on history? Hmm. I guess maybe not terribly. But if he's famous. Hmm. You remember when the uh the pirates tried to take Solva? Yeah. years ago probably uh yeah would have been he, he kind of looks you up and down you are young oh well, yeah i'm pretty young 22 how about you he uh he nods and i don't think that's an uncommon question because you're a half elf so they don't always sure. people can't always tell you they age. have a hard time telling yeah. um he says uh 33 uh when i was a teenager my my dad was involved in the uh the uh pirating <laughs> oh wow <laughs> um well that certainly sounds thrilling say uh what uh well where were you before this what what far-flung places have you seen well i've been all over uh, i think the furthest i've been is dragon's reach if you've been there dragon's reach wow I think I'm sort of pretending I haven't seen as many places as I certainly have seen. Um, hopefully under that same deception check of like, I'm trying to see the world. So, um, wow, Dragon's Reach. I mean, I've been to Caspian Wharf. <laughs> Ever been there? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's a wharf. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Right. Well, um... I guess if there's nothing to eat here, I'll just, uh, well, I'll, I'll see what I can do about getting some, some food and drinks. 
I like mosey on by her at this point. I'm just like waddling, like, like you know, honking. And I like bump into her and everything, and I don't even acknowledge her. I just keep walking. <laughs> I probably, woo, as like keepy, you know, fluffs his, his feathers up. There's oh, a, that's... uh, there's that dwarf that was kind of, he's, he, he might be a half dwarf. Um, he looks mostly dwarvish, who's sitting behind you this entire time. I think Errol Pay, as you approach, you can see that he is so invested in this conversation. But, in, but he has a, just a massive smile on his face. Like, he's watching it like Netflix. He's watching whatever oh, the hell dear. is happening. Uh, he's, like, watching this whole thing. And then you wander up and bump into her. Um, and, uh, like, he's kind of, like, he he leans his head around as if he's trying to get a better view. Um, I, like, I look up and I notice I'm in his field of vision. And I just stare at him for a second. And then I turn around and I look at her. And I stare at him. And then I, like, walk a couple steps closer and I stand in the way. And I just like smile. Yeah, the, uh, the dwarf says, "Hey, come here, come here." <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. As you walk yeah. over, he says, "Watch this train wreck. She's trying to hit on him, but he has no idea." <laughs> Shush, that watch I sit here. Are you? Are you? Are you oh, is that what's happening? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> and a, I turn he's around an and I watch. He's an off. <laughs> he has no idea what's going on. Kyra, give me an insight check. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that might be what's going on. Okay. Uh... Nice. Um, I feel like um, this guy seems to be telling the truth to you, but something seems a little off. Like, mm. he, 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 when you first got onto the ship, he was like super friendly. Now he doesn't seem like he wants to help you as much. Um, you know, the fact that like he's willing to cook you food seems okay, but. You know, he just, he's, I mean, he, he doesn't really come across as uh, too interested in anything that you're doing. Almost like he kind of wants you to leave. And he's also just a little confused as to why you're speaking to him. But something seems sure. a little off with him, maybe. Um, what it is, you don't know exactly. You know, it might so be just become... that he, he, he doesn't know how to hit on you. It might be sure. something weird. Um, something strikes you as uh, you know, weird about him to a degree. Um, yeah, I think he's I think become a little standoffish, and I'm sensing that. You get you get something. There's a vibe coming from mm -hmm. him that just seems out of place, maybe, hmm. without making you too suspicious because you're here to you know investigate everyone necessarily. But he, sure, you know, and again, it's not like that uncommon that you'd be on a ship with a stranger and you just wander over like, hey, and they're like, ah, uh, hi. Um, right. I think probably you get a. Sense of something's off on that on that. Yeah, 19. so he's seeming a little guarded now. Maybe. Right. So, um, last thing I said to him was, "Well, yeah, I guess I'll you know go see what I can do about scaring up some food." So, uh, when Errol bumps into me, I'll probably use that as a bit of an opportunity to sort of pivot here, and um, I'm probably just to appear busy. Uh, pulling out a little meat chunk for Keepy and sort of caressing him a little bit and feeding him some meat and just gonna see what Errol's got cooking over here. Yeah, the, the dwarf kind of like, as this ends, he he watches the uh, the thing unfold and then he shakes his head towards the uh, the human guy with the big smile. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh. and then he, he, turn, <laughs> he turns to you, uh, Errol, and says, all right, you want to hear a story? What? Oh. 
I love stories. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, no. He holds you a hand. Tell a story? He holds a hand story. out, palm, palm up. I look at him like, is that the story? Uh, no, that... that's my job. Your hand is your job? No, oh, telling stories is my job. That. Oh, oh, you want money. Hey. Oh, you think, look at me. Do you think I'm rich? Hey. I look, <laughs> I, I look, I'm like, no. I don't pay for stories. Anyone can make up bullshit. I don't pay for that. You don't pay for that. Does anybody pay for that? Nobody pays for that. Hey, a lot of people. For me, my name's Good Tail. My, I want to summon my uh, mage hand again. Yeah. I wanted to go up and like give him a five. Hey, that's a good one. That that's a good one. Well, there if you, you want go. a story, it's a gold piece. Okay, a gold piece for a story. Well, it better be a really good story about like maybe something one of these people like that guy he seems kind of like a weirdo i mean he didn't oh. hit on my you know that she's really pretty hey hey uh, i'm gonna cook up a good story about him i call it the big whiff okay well, can you give me like um a teaser uh hey uh, it's called uh hot check approaches hot man hot man is a giant oaf and he shouts that kind of towards the guy, and the guy is like, just kind of shooting him a weird look. He's and I look at him like, he's talking about you. <laughs> uh, yeah. What? What? You're an idiot. You're an oaf. Yeah. Yeah. You've got three yeah. days on the ship. Yeah. Right. See, he's an oaf. Yeah, he kind of seems a little, you know, not up there, you know, a little All bit face. less up there. All face, never had to use his brain. Yeah. I, I could, you know, I could see that actually. Yeah. Uh, you, you seem to be pretty uh, um, uh, perceptive. You seem to pay a lot of attention uh, to people on here. And you said he's been here three days? That's my job. No, we got three days. That's how long we're all stuck on this hair ship together. That's why you should probably uh, pay me a little bit of money. Pass the time. Good tale. How do you think I've well, got that name? If I pay you one gold, you better give me more than one tail. Mm -hmm. Like, you better give me, like, a whole book of short stories or something, you know? A whole book. A whole book. It's three days. This is my book. The, I mean, you, if you want to give me your brain, I'm okay with that too. Hey. What, you, you pointed to your head. I was just, you know. Right. Okay. Uh, give me an intimidation check. <laughs> I'm not trying to intimidate. <laughs> I got three. You uh, can't help it because you are a drow. Um, <laughs> he kind of looks you up and down and says, ah, that's a good one, that. Hey, do your people uh, eat dwarves? No, the people I'm with, we don't eat dwarves, no. Oh, right, yeah, those people, right? Yeah, no, I, I came here with some people and we don't we don't eat. Why would we? That's weird. Uh, um, well, you don't know. No reason, no reason. Just you know, I haven't got too many stories on there. Uh, well, what are your people? What are you? Because you ain't family. You're working together. Yeah, I'm. I mean, don't you have coworkers? No. Or are you all family? Are you family with everyone you work with? No family. No coworkers. No family. They all died. Aye. Oh, how did they? Did they drown? That's a good story. Ship? 
my mage hand gives him a five again. <laughs> Listen, okay, maybe I'll come back for a story, but it better be a good story and it better be about people on here. You go get your stories of people on here. You know what? There's this weirdo that's sitting in our little area where we're staying. Um, he might make a good story. He's really weird. I'm not going near him. You should go near him. He's carrying a big axe. How scary. About four times gonna... my size. So? No. What if he tries to eat me? Um, why would he try to eat you? We'll all know and he'll get thrown overboard. Well, I don't know. They didn't say that they'd stop any fights now, did they? Oh. They're not going to stop fights, huh? I don't know. That's the first time I've been on this ship. Oh. I mean, where were you from before? I am from... <laughs> Ossendale of the Far Vales. I remember now. You ever been there? No. No? Oh, you should go. It's wonderful. That's a big old village inside of a big gorge in the mountain and it runs, oh, miles long. Miles long. That Village. sounds like a lot of walking. But it's in a mountain, so there's no sunlight. Hey, you'd like that, oh, right? Wow. It'd be great. Yeah, I don't like sunlight. Hey, you can come there with me when we get on the other side. Three days. Three days. Hey, a good story. Oh, I, might, I might do that. We could go visit and I could walk inside this mountain. I've never been inside a mountain before. Maybe, I don't know. Hey. It's been a long time. Brow in the okay. dwarf. Listen, what, what's your name That's again? What's your name? Good tail. Good, good tail. Oh, yeah. Good, good tail. That's how, good. That's how I got the name. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm Errol. Errol? Yeah, it doesn't really mean anything. It's just a name. Not, no, no, I could like be like magic fingers or something, but... Mm. but who else could have been magic fingers? You could have been magic fingers and you blew it, <laughs> you off. And I turn around like, yeah. Zan, Zan <laughs> I'm like, like, what? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, okay. Kind of just looks around confused. Um, back on the, back in the room above. Little rewind in time while these guys are wandering out. What uh, what did Infidelia and and Lyra do? That's a good question. Um, like Cairo so wandered out. Yeah. Errol Pay was like messing with your hand and then she kind of gets distracted and looks around the doorway and then a few moments later probably wanders out as well. I might be able to head up to the where the crew is and help out because I do have experience. I might be able to see if I can find out that way. Yeah? You want to head up? Uh, oh, sorry. That was in character. I oh, don't, sorry. I don't know what you want to do though, Delia. I feel like maybe I should go talk to our new friend. Oh, yeah. I, I thought you might say that. Have fun. All right. Mm. I, I'll get back with you later. Good um, luck. Thanks. And then, yeah, I'll head up to you head up. offer, yeah, to help out with the crew. Sure. I'm going to just throw your token over on the stairwell <laughs> over here yep. so that I can... <clears throat> you you are wandering up the stairs. Um, and then, Infidelia, you're heading into where this Goliath is? Yes. Do you close the door and lock it behind you? <laughs> 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 and do we need to no. like... Okay, I don't know if we needed to. 
<laughs> no, I just and I, I, I break. <laughs> yeah, I no, never. I, just, I don't like, role play through sex scenes. Okay, all right. I'm not. I'm I not, didn't say that. Not thirteen year old boy. <laughs> all right, I'm not gonna do it. Okay, we can just. You can roll a performance check and we'll move on. Oh, um, oh my god. <laughs> as, uh, as she goes in there, though, I do want to like nudge Goodtail and like point to her and the Goliath and be like, "You should." This could. This could end how. That guy didn't end. <laughs> I think at this point you're all, you're still like you're bumping into Cairo at this point. I think. Oh, a, so it's during that part. Yeah, yeah. it's like a, just to try and keep up with where everyone is. Um, so yeah, Infidelia, you walk into this uh, into this room. You slide the door closed behind you and and lock it. Drop off all of your clothing. <laughs> he does the same. Sorry, did you not want me to role play through the entire? I'm kidding. No, we're actually going to go to a break, and when we come back, we'll find out what you. Uh, what you do in the room with the Goliath, because that's a really great place to leave us on a little cliffhanger. Uh, I'm blushing, but you can't tell because I have green face paint on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to go to a short break here, a couple of minutes. Just go uh, go, go do a pee-pee, go take a cold shower. If your name's Katie Pierce, please, okay, calm down. <laughs> um, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into the, the meat and potatoes of this here. It was a lot of setup. And uh, the rest of it is you lot trying to work this out. What's going on? What do you find out? And um, will you find out in time? Because the world is going to blow up. Um, kidding. Well, it kind of is. Main story. We're going to a short break. Welcome back to what can only be described Eating. as an erotic adventure <laughs> on the sea. I'm kidding. Okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna. He's sort of kidding. I'm not, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'm making it weird now. Well, let no. me just let me just let me just say one thing. On the okay. break, somebody, not naming any names, Tuesday said we need to start whoring, <laughs> and. That's how they're going to get the information. So uh, I didn't name any this names is, Tuesday Gray. This is speculation and allegations, <laughs> and I, I just pretty serious. And that's how they're going to get. <laughs> that's how they're going to get the information. Maybe. I Let's, just want to um, point out that yeah. I said we could murder a bunch of people, and everyone said no. So this is where we're going. Mm, yeah, that's. <laughs> that is pretty um, much true. Let's jump back into the top deck because we're actually going to go with Lyra and keep everyone waiting live uh, over here now some probably some of you have got a blank screen there oh no you should all be able to see each other's tokens yeah can you? we yeah? can see okay, top just, deck i was i did that because i figured that would be the case lyra you are yes. uh, on the top deck of the ship here so to give everyone an yeah. idea of like what this map looks like um you should be able to see this very strangely shaped um dwarven made very squat and odd ship um, up here, you can see the dwarves oh, kind of cool. wandering around. Um, you came up from... The, it's weird to, to see because the, the sails kind of cover some of it, but it looked better, so I went with it anyway. Probably came up somewhere over here. Um, okay. As you head up, you can see there is um, a dwarf known as uh, um, Black Drink. Um, I don't know if you know their names, but I'm just so that you can see where I'm, where I'm going um, with this. Oh, okay. There is... Right. Uh, he's a kind of... Um, 
Uh, he's the crazy one. He's the one that gives you okay, a crazy vibe. He's so got, I've probably heard about him. Then. He's, I imagine my friend got, was uh, like just. Yeah, just avoid that one. Um, yeah, he's got like a bandana on. He looks. He's got that classic like Shmee from Hook, kind of striped shirt looking I thing. Love and like the uh, the like the ripped kind of shorts looking thing and those little the little twinkle toed shoes that they have. Um, uh, but he's a big kind of burly dwarf. Um, as you come up. Immediately, like as soon as your head appears um, up the uh, out of the uh, uh, stairway, you see the dwarf that on the map is Ice Might is his name. Um, he is the militant, strong-looking one. He's got the big, heavy armor on. Um, okay. You probably get the sense that he's he's more mercenary. Maybe he was hired to protect the ship uh, situation. Okay. Like you know, you don't know what's going to jump on the ship. Pirates, that sirens, that kind of thing. He's going to be the thing that cuts its head off throws him overboard um he seems okay. to be the bouncer does he have sea legs um like, can i roll to see how yeah give me an insight check okay because i they do that on the water those people who've been on the ocean for a long time are really uh well at pegging people who cannot or right, have yeah give me, you give me a flat insight just insight for uh, all of them then yeah 19 um okay yeah so you get the idea that um the black drink the one at the top is the barrel man maybe the wiper mm -hmm. he's kind of the guy who sits in the uh the crow's nest um okay. he seems to be uh doing that kind of thing he's like scouting about you can see on his hip that he has a uh, spyglass as well okay um but he also has like rags on him as if he's maybe going to be the one that's cleaning down the deck um stuff like that cleans things up um you can see the ice mite does seem to have sea legs about him for sure um okay. to be wearing like heavy armor seems a little unproductive yeah. but he i think maybe even on a 19 you get the sense that this is just how he's comfortable you know, he's one of those dwarves yeah. that's just in big dwarven heavy armor. Um, what's what's he doing right now? He's just he spots you straight or... away. Like as soon as you yeah, come up, he like it's like he's trained. He just his eyes turn over to you. Um, he's got like a uh, he looks exactly like Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, okay, Ewan uh, McGregor's one. Um, he's got that kind of like nicely trimmed beard. Um, he's okay. got actually nicely parted hair. Um, and uh, it's blowing a little in the wind kind of thing, but he looks like he kind of keeps himself in um, relatively decent. Um, and his beard is short? It's quite, it's quite short, yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. And uh, he he spies you straight away. He doesn't really do anything, but he sees yeah. you and, and, and acknowledges that you're coming up. Um, just to give you an idea, you see two other dwarves. There's an older looking dwarf that you know, um, because I think Stark Pike would have introduced him as the... Um, uh, as the uh, first mate, um, hard past. The, uh, he's okay. like a very old-looking dwarf, um, kind of gruff-looking, um, in sail sailor's outfit again. Um, and then there's another one on the other side, um, who on the map is known as Mad Rock, um, who looks like he's probably the one who's in charge of maintenance. He looks like maybe the engineer on the ship here. Okay. Um, and then the captain is up at his wheel singing probably he's probably singing an old tune he just seems happy and crazy and eccentric um okay. tapping his foot kind of thing um as far as what you see around you it's it's pretty much open ocean now you can see alexandria in the distance um but this ship is going moving pretty quickly um for what looks like a quite slow it's almost like a tugboat but like a big one that kind of thing just squat and flat low in the low in the water um yeah what do you do like, when you come up here it's moving quite quickly just because i have had years and years of experience on the ocean um mm -hmm. or on the sea uh is it moving quite quickly as in i find that strange like there might be magic involved in making the ship move as quickly as it does 
Um, or is it just no, I think you probably engineering. just engineering. Okay. Um, there is for sure um, mm. something on the back of this ship that helps to propel it um, mm -hmm. as much as the sails do. Um, okay. Some ships, in modern day ships for us, will switch between the two. Um, this is just doing both. Um, and it's, it's moving pretty quickly um, for its okay. size. Um, um, yeah, and it, it doesn't seem untoward. Just it's quite a fast ship for a cargo ship. Okay. Um, I gnaw that uh, ice might there and continue walking, and I head straight for hard past. Okay, yeah. Um, you head down. Mm -hmm. um, he is uh, probably at this point kind of doesn't even register you coming up on him because he's kind of looking over the um the uh the stern of the ship um in an in a sort of inspection way more than anything else um what do you uh what do you do when you approach he's, again he's like leaning um, probably against the side of the ship here more, more uh, than, i see um, oh is he so he doesn't really notice me no he's like looking over the ship looking out awesome. that kind of thing then um, i'm gonna I mean, I think I'm pretty sure technically you're not supposed to go up on the top to talk to the captain um, unless you are sort of have permission to do so. Sure. And I think I would know that as uh, having been a sailor for a long time. So I don't want to be disrespectful, but um, yeah, so I will I will come over to the other side and I will excuse me. Hard pass. <laughs> he does not <laughs> notice you or hear you. He's just leaning, like he's looking over the edge, and he, he looks like he's looking for something. He keeps doing this. What's he wearing? Um, sort of, sort of typical looking um, sailor's outfit as well, but he's wearing like kind of thick looking um, uh, trousers and boots, um, but then just a, a really thin looking tunic on top. Little well... little odd looking um, combination in terms of fashion, but you know they're just two sets. I of want to. Comment. try to spot any tattoos on him because the last the last gent that had the dragonfly had it right on his neck yeah give me a uh, perception check his his arms some of his chest his neck face hands are very visible uh sorry one second i have a special thingy here i'm just reading it mm -hmm. check to spot a hidden creature or object Oh, that's a bonus action. Okay, never mind. Okay, sorry. In uh, what did you say? Investigation? What did you want? Uh, perception. Okay. Seventeen. Yeah, like you get a good look at this guy. You're like wandering around him. Um, I think even on a seventeen, you notice that uh, two of the other members of the crew are looking at you as well. Ice Mite is kind of looking at you, um, and the captain is looking at you as well. The captain has okay. a big wide smile on his face um, as if he finds it kind of amusing. Um, Ice Mite looks the same as when he saw you before, kind of stern looking. Okay. Um, but Hard Past uh, doesn't seem to have any tattoos. Visible, uh, visible. okay. None at all. Okay. So if the captain is looking at me and smiling, I'd kind of gesture because he's so a bit far away if I can come up since this guy won't listen to me or... He, uh, can I, can he, I come up? He laughs out loud. Hey, come on up. All right. He's hard to hearing. You got to slap him upside the head. <laughs> I kind of walk up then. Uh, what is what does this captain look like? Um, what? yeah, he's wearing that big old tricorn thing. 
Um, yeah. It has a, a an orange feather, which is is in the the um, top of it, and it glows. And every time it it it, it kind of reaches a, um, a a particular brightness, almost of the glow, it changes color to green, and then um, changes oh. color again when it gets kind of a bright green in, in a it's not an, an insane level of brightness like it's not an eye torch but it it glows a little bit and then changes color back to orange again orange and green orange and green very slowly fading between the colors um other than that he's wearing quite like fine looking clothing like much okay. the others kind of look like you know just basic um semen um but okay. he looks like he maybe was you know, it, it looks more like um the officer's uniforms that you'd get like the colonial times that kind of looking thing um okay. but nothing militant just just finery that he's probably maybe made for himself all right um i just wanted to thank you for uh making space for us hey no problem anything for uh wait you served or you didn't serve on the ship i i, I did serve on the ship yeah hey. I, I served with belmere uh and then both of us served together and I, I think that's how you know the captain is that correct hey that's right yeah good drinking yeah, yeah. man that man yeah yes he could definitely i could go head to head with him though hey so i know you he go head to head well hard pass down there why do you think he's lost his noggin yeah i know i noticed that i know um, he's, a, he's a good first mate but his eyes are a little bit gone and his hearing's long gone so you really got to kind of you know Jump about, hurt him, that kind of thing. Or you could go over to the, uh, get him a little wee glass of wine. I smell that, you will, from a mile away. <laughs> well, good to know, I guess. That's uh, that's a nice enchanted feather you got there. Oh, hey, yeah, that's a, that's an old keepsake that I've had for a long time. That, hey, I got it from a mermaid. Give me an insight check. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Look at him like, that's some bullshit if I've ever heard it. Um. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um. Kind of hard to tell with him. He seems like he would just say this kind of thing and maybe believe it himself. Yeah, um, well, I definitely make a face. Like, I don't believe what he, like, I scrunch up my nose and, you know, I kind of tilt my head and wait for him to continue. Uh, I did got it from a mermaid. Hey, I helped me guide on my first voyage. I've had it ever since. Okay, and what does it do? No, there's supposed to be like a little light. Why did the mermaid give it to you? Instead of, you know, draw you out into sea and... It's not all that bad. Alright, I guess. Well, anyway, I, I wanted to offer my services. Oh, I see if I can help out. Hmm. Let's see. He kind of looks over each member of the crew and says, uh, uh, "What were your previous duties?" Um, I scout. I've got good eyes. Uh, and can man else? the sails. Yeah, I can man the sails. There's sails, lots I can eh? yeah, yeah, sails. Yeah, yeah. Maybe unhelp with the sails. That'll be a bit better. That would. You don't want to. You don't want to be messing with black drink, you know, you don't even want to go up in that there crow's nest. Who knows what it's like up there? I don't go up there. No one goes up there. You don't want to be touching nothing up there. Why? I heard, I heard that he was a little... Why do you have him? Why oh, he's shit. Yeah, well, why do you have him in the crew then? If you don't mind me asking. 
Right, well, if we look down there, it had passed. You see how he's squinting out <laughs> like that? Look over. Is he, like, looking at us? No, he's still doing the exact same thing. He's, like, squinting out. Okay. You see um, how he's squinting out like yeah. that? Uh-huh. He can't see shit. He's just pretending to see. He probably does not even know that we're at sea yet. Oh, that's unfortunate. The opposite. Black drink. That bastard's got eyes better than the best elf in the woods. He can see something coming from three miles away. Two miles away. All right, I suppose that's uh, handy. It's his eyes, not his brain. Definitely not okay. his tongue that we need. Well, what kind of what kind of crazy is he? Is he gonna, you know? You gonna go feral on me and attack me when I get up there? Or? Hmm. You got a coin in your pocket. Flip it. What is he? Is that is that a joke about felines? No. We like oh, shiny yeah, things. Flip the coin. That'll decide whether he's gonna go crazy, whether he's gonna flip himself off the edge of the boat, whether he's gonna try and jump on your back, whether he's gonna bring you dinner, whether he's gonna try and shit on the poop deck. Uh, all right. Uh, okay, I guess I'll man the sails if if that's what you need the most. All right, appreciate it, but I was not going to pay for you. No, no, no. I'm just uh, one one sailor to another, showing my appreciation. I will room for my crew. You drink, uh, you drink ale. Yeah, I love ale. All right, we got uh, eleven crates of solver ale on us as cargo. Right? Okay. Hey, because one of them went, uh, went missing on a trip. You know what I'm saying? Oh, did it? Hey. Yes. Oh, yeah. So maybe you uh, could earn yourself a wee mug. A w one? One mug? Hey. Come on. You're looking at five dwarfs that work on my ship. And you're looking at a tabaxi that's been on the sea. For at least eight years. I can drink as much as you can. And I deserve that much if I work as hard. Alright, we'll see about it. We got some veal right. too. <laughs> the trashier the better. Uh you you can cook, right? Yeah. I don't know if I can, but I'm lying if I if I <laughs> I'm just gonna say yes. He, uh, yeah, of he grabs the uh the uh the wheel of the ship and um concentrates for a moment and then says, uh so, uh, you're a lot. What are you doing? Going to Durndaral, not a dwarf in sight. Yeah, we're we're taking, you know, the the short one. Oh, the the drow. Hey. Yeah, we're, we're we're escorting, sort of. Escorting. Just doing, yeah, research. What are you lot then? Just escorts. I'm good on the sea. You like them adventurer types up down into a dungeon and find a chest of gold or whatever they do. Yeah, something like that. Right. I just really want to help her find what she's looking for. What's she looking for? I don't know, some science stuff. It goes right over my head. Is it true they eat hearts? Ooh. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, hey, I thought so. That's why I stick yeah. to the sea. Don't often yeah. see drow at sea. Stuck underground, you know? No, no yeah. underground at sea. Yeah, I, uh... I miss it sometimes, to be honest with you. Well, being underground, 
No, being at sea. Ah, right, aye. Yeah. Well, you can make yourself useful then. We'll get you some uh, yeah. food. Uh, got you a mug. Alright, one Just, mug. Just, uh, yeah, maybe avoid a uh, blank drink. Alright, I'll do that. And, uh, when, uh, when do you... Does anybody break? Can we all sit and have a round together? Maybe, uh, uh, gone gone. Maybe. But, right. uh, you know, we take breaks when we need to take breaks, that's all. Alright. Well, I just know on my old ship we would occasionally, uh, at night when it was easy, we would take a break. Yeah, yeah, I'd like well, to play a game. Well, right. there's got to be at least two of us up here at a time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, maybe now you can have one person take a break, because I'm here. Thank you, Captain. All right. Welcome aboard. Uh, okay. I am immediately going to the sail closest to Black Drink. <laughs> so you start wandering up the ship, yeah. and I think we probably sideswipe yeah. over to Infidelia there, who uh, wanders in <laughs> to the, uh, the room again. And, um, again, this is kind of all happening around the same sort of time. I think, um, uh, as you wander into this, this room, probably around the time, like, Aeroplay still, still having a conversation with, um, the, uh, the Dwarven Bard. Um, she's, uh, she, you, you, as you, like, wander in, you see she gives him, like, a fucking high five or something, I don't know. And, uh, Cairo is kind of, like, backing off. <laughs> slowly from Prince Eric over there um so uh yeah then you wander in what do you do when you approach this Goliath I is he awake or is he just sitting there still exactly what is he the doing? same thing but he's staring at you as you walk in he, he wasn't looking for you to walk in but when, as soon as you walk in he kind of looks at you as if mm -hmm. uh yeah as if he was sort of expecting um expecting I would saunter over to him and kind of stand like far enough away from the bed that it's not it's a little too close still mm -hmm. like it's a little bit like i i've kind of invaded his personal space a little bit mm -hmm. and i'll just directly address him uh what 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 is your name do you speak goliath <laughs> uh <laughs> remember how much depth i went into with languages and stuff on your character sheets i don't know if you uh i'll check have them <laughs> <laughs> nope no I speak um, orc and common tongue okay um he says um no do yes your eyes are very haunting uh do you speak orc uh uh I kinda roll my eyes a little bit and I pull up it I pull up my sleeve and I just start I have a bunch of tattoos <laughs> I have like bats and there's skulls and there's spiders and webs of pentagram all this on my arm and I'm just kind of like taking my hand and showing off like miming to him like I have tattoos do you do you have any tattoos like maybe we could talk about our tattoos let's see how he works that out uh he, uh, for the first time, shows an emotion. His eyebrow raises on one side. He looks up and down your arm and then puts his arm out as if he's going to arm wrestle you. I do. Um, 
Big hand. Did he say big hand? Did I make that out? Yeah. Does that mean anything to me? Give me, um, uh, I guess just give me a, an intelligence check. Just hit okay. intelligence. A 14. Give me an insight check as well. 12. 12. I think he's just trying to speak common. I don't think he can speak common. I think he thinks big hand means arm wrestle. So do I get the impression that we're going to arm wrestle each other to see who's the strongest? I think you get the impression that he thinks that that's what you want. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, I point to the tattoos again and then point to his arm. And I, I kind of like... I realize that he's thinking I want to do a strain thing, so I put my arm up for an arm wrestle. He looks confused, but he puts his arm out and arm wrestles <laughs> you. Give me an athletics check. This is the best. I'll uh, set part you a DC here. Oh Whoa! my god! <laughs> I shit you not. I rolled a natural twenty as well. <laughs> there is like, there is just one of those moments where it's like, like. There, there is a Cairo. You're like walking back up here. Maybe you glance in the room, and there is like there is like thunder and lightning, like as these two giant muscular arms um, are arm wrestling, and you're pretty evenly matched. Like it's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. I think physically he's much bigger than you. Um, he looks much larger. Goliath, uh, he's, he's probably about seven feet tall when he stands up. Maybe he's very, very wide. He looks like something from the heavyweight UFC or something. And he's just like, um, but mm -hmm. he like the longer that this goes on, like a bead of sweat appears on his forehead and runs down um, and his eyes widen and widen and widen until eventually he just lets go and says, And he smiles. I smile back. Oh yeah, can I? Uh, can I walk in? You're still speaking to the uh, the other uh, dude. I think at this point. Let me know when I can walk in. Yeah. Let me know when I'm I'm a cool. Cairo, I think you're probably able to. I think this is during your com like like um, uh, thingy's probably like looking at hard past on the top deck. Um, you're discussing how much. A gold coin is worth, or something, uh, with the uh, with the other guy. I think Cairo probably your since your conversation has ended, you you can wander you can wander in, or you can you can do something else and tell me what it is in a minute. It's up to you. Um, sure, uh, I will have wandered past and seen that going on, um, but I won't go into the room because I have other plans. Yeah. So um, yeah, Infidelity, he he, he uh, kind of smiles at you a bit, um, and then settles back on the. Uh, the cop. I smile back at him. Uh, my name is Invidelia. Name. And I'm just... N Infidelia. And I, I start touching my, my chest to kind of show, like, this is my name. Infidelia. Name. Points in. I do not believe that your, na your name is Infidelia as well. Bentosh. Oh, your name's Bentosh. Bentosh who's? No, uh, Infidelia Bentosh. And I point to him when I say Bentosh. No. 
Oh, you know, no, and that's at least a start. And so I, I'll sit down next to him, if you'll let me. Yeah. Uh, I am here with my friends. We're just going on a little boat ride. Uh, uh do you have any uh, tattoos? Bentosh Nestor. Points at the window. Uh, I see this is not going anywhere. I will uh, be back later, but uh, you're very strong. I pat him on the shoulder, or like on the back as I stand up. And uh, pats you on the back as well. I... I, I like you. Mm. Uh, uh, Infidelia. And I, I keep doing that as I back out slowly from the room. Infidelia name. He waves at you as I you leave. Okay. And I'll uh, just go out into the hall, because we don't speak the same language. I can't really get very far with him. <laughs> Walk out. Uh, he's, like, following you out. Like, so Kyra, a few seconds ago, wandered past. Um, where did where did you want to go? I'm headed up. Um, I know that we know the bathroom is up here, but I'll be checking for people up here. And when I see that there isn't anyone up there, I'll loop back around down to the eastern portion and when I walk by this other room, do I see that half elf woman in there? Uh, yeah, you, you'll see her. I can I can bring you over. I think apparently because I'm a player, I can't. She's in this room here. Um, that you you will know. So I'll, I'll pop you here. I think probably um, uh, as you uh, wander around, Infidelia, you walk out as as you Pay probably um end your conversation down here and turn around seeing Infidelia walking back out kind of looking a little perplexed even for Infidelia's kind of strange non-expressioned face most of the time um, and then you also see Kyra kind of just do a, a, a once round and she heads down towards the other side um, uh, what are you other two doing Infidelia I will pay next I walk up to, uh, to Delia and I go oh did you guys <laughs> did you hit on him too uh, no, I just, uh, we, uh, tested our strength. What? You didn't talk to him? Oh, he does not speak our language, so it's, uh... I mean, you, if, would you like to try? No, no, you should talk to him. He seems to... And is he... Do I notice he's following her? He's just doing exactly the same thing he's done the entire time. He's just staring. Oh, he's there? Yeah. Is he still staring at her, though? Yeah. He seems to be, like, into you. I think you should go talk to him again. Trust me. I think I can help. How would you help? Also, we are not here for mating. Oh, I didn't. I don't. I mean, if you, if that, if that's what you want to do, I mean, I, mean, I, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't stay. I wouldn't stay in the room. You I have don't a wanna... crush on him, do you not? Oh no, gross. Ugh. How would you say that? No, I'm saying I can. I can understand him. Maybe. We'll see. Do you speak? Uh, his tongue? No, why would I speak? No, his tongue? I don't want his tongue. No, I'm saying like I. Oh, and I, no, I, I grab a, her. I'm, I'm magic, magic. Oh, I, I just grab her shoulder like gently and start walking back into the room. I like. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you two, you two like kind of wander into that room. I, I'll sideswipe over to Cairo who uh, okay. was looking towards the other um, room here. What are you doing? Uh, so I just peek my head in here, mm -hmm. and when I see that there's someone in here, I say, "Oh, hi! So 
Sorry, I didn't mean to, um, just, just taking a look around the ship. Yeah, you, you step in, you see a, um, another, um, half-elven woman. Um, she has, um, kind of straight red hair. Um, pretty, um, pretty young looking. But again, even among each other, it's not always easy to tell how old, um, one another is. Um, elves can live up to about 500 max. Usually they don't hit that. Um, half-elves, nowhere near as much. Um, but it's still kind of hard to tell. She, um, she just looks like she's kind of chilling. She's sitting in a chair. Um, she has a book open on her lap. And, uh, she looks up from it kind of wide-eyed for a moment as if she's kind of startled for a sec. And then she, her face kind of softens quickly and she says, uh, Oh, hello! Hi, my name's Cairo. Uh, uh, nice to meet you, Cairo. My name is... Prayer, can I help you? Uh, no, not really. I'm just, um, taking a look around the ship here. I don't sail very often, so I like to get a good idea of my surroundings, get my bearings, you know? Yes, she looks a little confused, but, you know, she kind of, um, takes a moment. I'm gonna roll one dice. <clears throat> she goes... 23! Whoa! I'm... 22! <sighs> Darn, very close. How did you get that close? I mean, I see that you're you're a half-elf, yeah? Yes, uh, I'm quite as young as you, though. <laughs> All right, let me try. Um, I'm just kind of take a, a harder look at her. Yeah, give me an insight check. 53. Oh, all right. She says, <laughs> uh, she says, oh, uh, I wish, yes, no. Maybe double that. Oh, wow. Well, um, hopefully no insult taken either way. Absolutely not. Uh, what's that you're reading? Oh, this? She she closes it to not so as not to lose the uh, place in the book. She holds it up. Um, on the front of it, you can see um, what might be Elven script. What languages do you speak? Uh, let's see. I have Elvish, Sylvan, Orc, and Common. In Sylvan, um, it says... Um, uh, Adventures of the Feywilds. When she holds that up, I'll say, <gasps> Adventures of the Feywilds! Yes, I mean, we read it. I have! Yes, I rather believe it to be more of a informational poem than a story, but it's presented as such, you know. I have to agree. Yes, um, well, um, you dabble in magic, perchance? Uh, well, let me look around. A little bit. Oh. In what sense? What school of magic do you well, belong? Um, you know, if somebody's hurt, I can, I can tend their wounds. It's a little little trick that I've learned, and um, yeah, I have some, uh, well, battle skills too. But those, those I don't have to use those very often, and um, well. I can kind of talk to animals. Do you have your bow and stuff on you? I probably don't have my bow on me. I think I laid that on the bed and uh, stowed away some other things, but I do have yeah. keepy on my shoulder. She, um, yeah, she looks the she looks at the owl, and she says, um, ah, "Perhaps you've stayed more in touch with your elven heritage than I did then." Stayed in the woods, perhaps learning the ways of the ranger or the druid? Um, <laughs> yeah, 
I'm a hunter of sorts, a, a ranger, I suppose. Ranger? Uh, what do you hunt? Oh, um, well, mostly tracks. <laughs> oh. You know, mm. so mm. I can find the animals. Oh, right, yes, I thought you, for a moment you meant at the behest of the king, you know? <laughs> oh, no, not at all. I, I try not to kill unless I absolutely must. Yes, of course. What's the biggest thing you've hunted? Well, um, I suppose that would have been... And I'm checking off things that seem uh, too absurd or would make me seem uh, like I have a really cool job, which I do. Uh, bear. Yeah, deception check. Oh, shit. She's gonna know. You can do it. Yes! You, uh, natural 20. You, you... Well, she seems to, uh, I think actually give me an insight check here. Sure. Yeah, I want to know what's going on in her, her brain. 16. Um, there's a, there's a moment where, um, her expression, her expression kind of shifts a little bit as if she expected one answer and then you gave her a completely different one. Um, and she calm, mm. she seems to calm down a little bit as if she was a little on edge when you were first speaking to her, um, as if you were being interrogated yourself almost as she was a little concerned about something and then she calms a little bit and says yeah well um perhaps uh, uh perhaps you won't find any bears on the on the ship is that why you're heading towards the dwarven homelands do they have different bears over there I'm afraid i don't know much about you know i bet they do have different bears over there but actually i'm more just keeping a promise here to my my best friend you see i told keepy after I trained him that we would travel the world and he would get to see the world. So um, now we're going to the Dormant Lands, which uh, reminds me, I was going to ask you if it's not too intrusive, why are you headed there? Oh, well, it's rather a long story, really, but I'm, I sort of have nowhere else to go, I would say. Nowhere else to go? Uh, do you mind if I ask why? Uh, it's a, not a story that... Uh, Young lady like you would be too interested in, I'm sure. Well, I don't know. I'm really curious about most things. But if I'm prying, I understand. Yes, oh. You're just not sure who you can trust some days, you know? Certainly. I yeah, the, the more I travel, the more I, I believe that. Yes. Uh, well, I suppose uh, when hard to tell you, I'm already almost all the way there. There's a... Uh, <laughs> A particular Earl who lives in Solver, and well, I got on the wrong side of him. And, uh, oh, you're fleeing. Have a way with magic of my own, but it gets in a oh. rather wild state sometimes if I'm a little upset or uh, confused. Oh, so your mood can influence your magics? Yes, somewhat. Wow, that's amazing. Well, I'm Sorry, you got on the wrong side of an earl. That can't be a good place to be. Well, no, not not really. Uh, I rather turned him blue. Blue? Yes. Uh, dead? Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, his skin, I accidentally well, oh. turned him <laughs> blue. I, I just kind of uh, involuntarily chuckle, <laughs> genuinely. Blue, as in... Oh, oh, 
me an uh, inside check. <laughs> Whoops, you're blue. Because she seems uh thirteen. Seems nervous as heck. Ooh. Um uh telling you this this story. Um she's kinda like shifty, like looking around while she's telling you it, and I think you get huh. the sense that she's like super anxious about telling you the thing. Um yeah, it's a little strange, but Yeah, thirteen. What do what do what do I see? That's it. That's what you get. That's on the it. Thing. She's yeah. just anxious. You okay. get you get like an overwhelming sense of nervousness from her. Hmm. Uh. Well, I mean, it, it was an accident. So, <laughs> plus, yeah. um, could have been worse. You know, could have could have turned him into a frog or, a, you know, something worse. Yes, I suppose. I suppose so. Yes, there's far worse ways it could have gone. <laughs> Right. Uh, do you think he's going to pursue you? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Oh. Wow. You're going to be on the run. That's that's right. an exciting life, at least. Uh, well, yeah, it would be exciting if I was more like you. <laughs> able to hunt and track and, you know, fire a bow. <laughs> that kind uh, of thing. I uh, rather I'm sure prefer. you'll do fine. Well, I would rather just <laughs> read my books and keep myself to myself. Uh, sure, sure. Well, I'll I'll let you relax, and uh, I'll uh, I'll just. But anyway, yeah, n nice to meet you, Kaya. Yes, and you too as well, Kyra. Have a safe uh, journey. Feel free to stop uh, by, and if you'd like to borrow this book, you can. Oh, thank you. That's very kind of you. I appreciate it. Uh, take care. She nods at you. Um. So I walk on out to the hallway here, and I, I have my sort of second. Uh, strike out and um, I'm not sure whether I'm going to go downstairs or check this guy in the corner but that's where I'm at sure um, flipping back over to um, uh, Infidelia and Elplay you or Elplay you wander into this room again the, the Goliath kind of sees you to have a conversation and then follows you uh, or tracks you back into the room and says uh, Adolf name Infidelia I would like to cast Comprehend Languages. You may cast Comprehend Languages, wizard. Comprehend Languages. Yeah. Uh, just to remind myself everything that, that it can do. I um, can just comprehend, but I can't speak it. Yeah, you, um, you, uh, for the duration, you understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that you hear. You also understand any written language you see. You must be touching the surface on which the word, words are written. It takes about one minute to read one page of text. Um, it doesn't decode secret messages and blah, 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 blah. Uh, this lasts for an hour. So you, uh, you cast this. How does it look? How, do, how does, um, how does your character cast spells and stuff? Like, what, what do you do? I, um, I walk over to the bed, which is right there. And I pick up a book and you just see me like scrolling through it. But then eventually the pages just start like turning on their own. And I'm like, oh, and I slam the book shut. I put it down and I go, I see. Okay. I, I get, I, I know what, I know what he is. Okay, cool. Um, hello. Uh, I I'm obviously can't speak the same language, but I sit down and I just look at him and I'm like, you should talk to him. You should say something. I look at Delia. You say something. Uh, I brought a friend. He says, um, and uh, so I will just speak in English for you now, but for, for okay. the, I assume now you will translate through this 
as he uh, he speaks to Infidelia, but he kind of looks at you a little moment while you look through the book, but he really remains concentrating on He doesn't on, give a uh, shit about me. I'm just the on, annoying girl. Yeah, he... he uh, <laughs> and he says... Um, he says... Uh, Are you asking my name? Vicol. What was that last... Oh, Vicol. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> he asked if you were asking his name, and he said it's Vicol. <gasps> Your name is Vicol. That's a beautiful name. And I just stare at him like I'm not blinking and he's not blinking. So we're just kind of like staring at each other. Yes, my name is Vicol. Yes, that's his name. Um, Ask him something, anything. Okay, um, do you have any tattoos? I like your arms. He likes your arms. I, uh, I like your arms as well. Shall we wrestle arms again? He wants to wrestle your arms again? That's weird. What, you guys were wrestling in here? Yeah, we're, do, we're doing arm. You know when you, you, you... Yes, I would like to do that. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I'll go back over and put my hand up for another arm wrestle. And I'm going to look at his arms. Like, I'm... Is he? Does he have a sleeve up? All the he, way? He, he has, like... He just has, like, a... A, an, a fur kind of animal skin sort of top coat almost it's just it's almost like pauldrons and then fur that wraps somewhat down over across the front of him and then around his neck and then a loincloth he has like nothing else on not even shoes um, when i look at his body do mm-hmm. i see look, any... i like look underneath like <laughs> yeah are there any <laughs> glimmers of like like what might be a tattoo or anything anywhere Oh, he's covered in in lots of tattoos, and it's all sort of tribalistic tattoos. He also has scarification um, mm-hmm. as well, and lots of uh, piercings. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. You just wrestle him and stuff. I just this is gonna be interesting. Just, just do it. I don't. I want. I've never seen this. I, you know, you guys are strong. I'm. I'm not. I want to see this. No, you are in for a treat. I and I know. Now, arm wrestle him. I'm gonna yeah. investigate him while she's wrestling him. Yeah, give me an investigation check. He um he puts an arm up and says, "Me by that jiggle, I will win this time." And uh, holds uh holds his arm up. Let me roll for him again. You he have says to beat gonna win. A, a one. I thought it was a seven. It's a one. Can you beat a Correct. one? We'll try it. I got a three. <laughs> you're so you're both so exhausted. But neither of you are willing to show it, right? Mm-hmm. And you both kind of just... And then uh, he says... Uh, okay, I let you win. But you can see that he struggles and then just like... He uh, he um, lets you win. He But he doesn't. You win. I win. I, I say, of course you do. And then I step back and I give him a wink. But it's a really awkward wink because I don't close my eyes very much. And it just slightly half closes and then opens again. He nods, uh, he, he nods his head at you and says, Dirty. <laughs> Dirty? Yeah. And I'm give like translating myself check. sitting here like this, like... <laughs> Both of you give me a history check. On your, uh, on your 11, on your investigation, you, um, you only see tribal tattoos on him. You don't see a dragonfly or anything other than just kind of patterns and shapes. The scarification, there seems to be certain areas on his body um that are that are are scarred and they're in kind of lines almost as if they're um the the tribal tattoos just seem to be um tattoos that are reminiscent of maybe his home 
and um, the the uh, the scars are uh, maybe um, kills, that kind of thing, or victories is the, okay. the sense you get. But there isn't anything like the dr the dragonfly or anything that's an animal or or a shape necessarily. Um, history, history. Both of you understand enough about Goliath for whatever reason you want to to know that um, dirty is um, is kind of like how Goliaths say okay almost. It's how they kind of confirm. It doesn't mean dirty. It's just a it's just a Goliath word that is kind of like this is okay. I accept. This is fine. You know that kind of thing. Uh, it's just a Goliath thing. Uh, do you understand me? Yes, I do. He, no, I'm asking him. <laughs> he oh, says, oh. Um, he says, I let you win. Next time I win. He said he let you win. He's going to win next time. Uh, but but uh, uh, do you understand what I am saying? You will not defeat me. I take you, you to my village. Him. I am biggest. Mm. You'll not defeat him according to him. I don't. I don't know if he understands you. Maybe you should try um, speaking uh, more. Dumb down what you're saying. Um, I mean, if he does not understand the words to begin with, I don't know. No, but I'll you try speak it. better than him. Like you just speak better. Like dumb down what you're saying. Pretend like just dumb it well, down. I hope that he does not understand what we are saying. Oh. And I just look at her. <laughs> oh. Uh, do you, uh, <laughs> me speak words, you understand. He says, uh, he kind of, he stares at you a moment and says, I do not know what you say. Well, <laughs> oh, that clears it up. Um, he's lying. He's lying. Can I, mean, I tell if he's lying? An, yeah, you can give me an insight check. Okay. 22. He's so not lying. He's just, he just like, oh. he just seems to be kind of pretty. He looks really, he's really simple to you as a like super intelligent um, wizard type. He just seems like he's very simplistic. He's pretty straightforward. Um, he, he definitely, he definitely seems to be trying to understand what's going on here. Um, but it seems more like he just seems to be interested in her in the sense that she's, she's strong. It's a respectful thing for him again. Um, but he just doesn't really know what's going on. He's just sitting. This is this is all he does. He's a bit like a dog, right? He just kind of like this is his one single focus right now. He's not really bothered about anything else that's going on. That's why he's not looking at you. Doesn't seem to be distracted by any like seagulls fly out the window or something like that. I like. I get up. And I'm like, listen. I think you guys should um, just bang it out. And I don't think there's anything here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go find uh, Cairo. And maybe, maybe we can like, you know, meet up in about ten minutes. You think ten minutes is good? Do you think ten minutes? Do not leave yet. I need to try one thing. And I'm oh. gonna walk up to him, and I'm gonna lean into his ear. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna say, so you said the tattoo was a dragonfly, correct? Um, no, there is no, there is no dragonfly tattoo on him. Not on him, but that's what we're oh, looking for. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. And I'm just going to very quietly say to him, to him is the dragonfly. And I want to see if he reacts to it. Okay. Um, and you lean, you lean into his ear and say it. Mm-hmm. Um, give me an insight check. You can both give me insight checks. 13. <laughs> Uh, 13 and a 10 um, he um, he blushes 
and is taken aback from it. And it's the first time he, he stops looking at Infidelia. And then he looks at you, Errol Pay, for a moment. And then looks back and says, If you are saying what I think you are saying, perhaps we find somewhere else to go. Uh, oh, I was right. He wants to bang you. Uh, 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 maybe uh, another another time. Um, no, no, no. You should do it. I mean, hey, hey, girl, let's let's do it. Like, not let's like not me, but you. I'm 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 not gonna no. I'm gonna you know what I I and I get up and I like start to scurry away. <laughs> uh, we have things to do. We do not have time to bang it out. I point to her and I'm like she likes you you strong i pick Bye. her up and throw her <laughs> over my shoulder and carry her out of the room he uh he's like he's like nodding and uh as you like as uh as you leave he says i see yes full combat soon very well full combat combat yeah he says full oh combat, i think so. that means with his you know his sword his other sword you know what i'm saying as i'm like over her shoulder i'm like yeah. just bring that I'm going to carry her out and then I'm just going to place her down outside of the room <laughs> yeah. and just shake my head at her. Um, oh, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, you guys head out. I think probably Cairo, you're heading out of your um, side here at a, a yep. quick side swipe up and we see um, uh, Lyra is kind of like tending deftly to a sail um, on the top deck and... Um, yeah, the three of you maybe make eye contact. Like, Infidelia is, like, carrying Errol Pay out of the room. Um, which might be a little odd. I don't know. I, I don't know how often this maybe happens. Between, how many times do you think you have to literally pick her up? It happens a lot. Every day. <laughs> I, I let Every my room. mouth go way too much. <laughs> <laughs> Every room. It's so easy for her because I'm just, I'm so much smaller than her. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this classic situation is happening. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, the three of you maybe lock eyes across this room here. Um, give me perception checks. Okay. Um, ten. Ten. Four. Six. Four. Um, Errol Pay, you, um, are the only person, and probably barely, something is different about this room when you uh when you walk out and you you're you're a strange vantage point and maybe as infidelia is like picking you up and like placing you on the ground like a cat um you realize that guy's san is gone do you have a gold wait 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 i'm actually brad do i have a gold a, i didn't see it on my sheet do i have a gold? gold um let's see here um you um oh actually you guys have a uh, a set amount of gold um Roll me a D100. Okay. 47. You have 47 gold. Okay. As a group. I don't even I don't even say anything. I see that Zan's gone and I run up to Goodtail. I hand him a piece of gold and I'm like, where did guy who can't take a hint go? Tell me a tale. I want to hear a tale. Make it short. Make it, make it sweet. Uh, that hoof went below decks. Perhaps you should tell your wheel I see over there. Which one? Which lassie? Points at Cairo. Oh, hey, Cairo, that guy that didn't take a hint. He went under decks if you know you want to, like, and I'm, like, basically doing the same thing that I did to Delia. <laughs> I'm, like, trying to, like, temper if, you know, you want to, like, woo. Uh, actually, do you want to come with me? 
What? No, that's weird. What? Oh, it's, no, I don't. It's not like that. Uh, you know, we haven't been down there yet. Uh, and I look at get, uh, Good Tail. I hand him two more gold, and I'm like, you're coming with us. So we're about to get a good story. <laughs> All right. Got nothing better to do. <laughs> so I, I was like, let's go. We should go down together. Oh, I run over to her, I guess. She's on the other side. I was going to say, if you guys are going down that way, I'll go with you. So uh, you will want to go below decks. My, my main hand respect. pulls at Dilia's hand. Like, yeah. it's like pulling. <laughs> I would come with, like, I just not saying anything and eyeing up Goodtail as I walk by. Staring at Goodtail. Yeah, I mean, Goodtail's <laughs> coming with you as well. Um, he's like, he's like following. He seems to be kind of just interested in doing anything, um, that's fun. He's like a YouTuber that needs to vlog today, right? He needs to find something good to do to make a story out of it, maybe make a buck on the other end of the trip. Um, so all four of you kind of head down below decks here. Um, when you, when you go down these, these steps, it's only a short way and the, uh, but the below decks here is, is huge. Um, the ceiling is much taller. Um, than the the cabin that you've been in um it's maybe uh maybe like seven to eight feet in this cabin um, whereas below decks you, it's it's about 15 feet high um, and there are two huge great locomotive trains the front part um of these two uh, uh steam fueled trains that you can see here and they're kind of um wrapped in in uh ropes and tied down um at the center of the uh, the um, lowest deck here, and they, they go all the way up to the ceiling. They're butting heads with the uh, with the ceiling. Um, you don't see um, the uh, the fellow you're looking for, but you do hear him. Um, you can hear like a scuffling, and uh, you can hear him kind of messing around with stuff down there. Let me just drag you over to the below decks area. Up, 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 over here somewhere. And then I'll drag you over to there. So, um, yeah, there's there's these two great big locomotive trains that are wrapped up here. This seems to clearly be like the main cargo that's being ferried. Um, and you can hear a guy kind of messing around. It sounds like he's messing with some cargo or something on the other side. I say to Errol and Delia, oh, actually, I'll, I'll be right back. I'm going to run up uh, to our room hmm. and uh, grab my bow with its little like sheath thing so it's not quite as shiny and right. come back down mm -hmm. I make them wait and I like stare at both of them as like <laughs> like I just stare between them like like some kid and, and their mommy and daddy or some weird shit like I just make it really <laughs> awkward the dwarf is really just awkward. kind of standing there looking at you as well like uh, should we be uh, here what is this a meat cute and then I pop back in. Good, good tail. You want to tell good tail? You gotta be quiet. Give me a perception mm -hmm. check, both of you that are down there while uh, while Cairo runs off. Fifteen. Uh, yep, fifteen. Five. Five. Infidelia, I don't know what's happening to you, but you're not concentrating on anything for the moment you're here. Thinking about you're something else. Just the. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I'm not putting words in your mouth, but um. My mind's distracted. <laughs> At one pay, you realize that the shuffling noises stop instantly on the other side of the room. Um, Cairo, you start coming down the uh, the stairs here, and someone shouts, uh, "Is uh, is anyone there?" I I like I, I like do this to Delia and and, and Goodtail, and then 
I look around. And I pat on Goodtail and I'm like, you go. You gotta go say something. I think you'll be more comfortable with you. Wait, why, why? I'm not gonna, oh, I'm not trying to bang him, send her down as Kyra's no, no, creeping no, down the stairs. What if he wants, like, what, no, but what if he's more comfortable with, like, he, he, you're a dwarf, you, you could just pretend like you work here. Well, he knows I don't work here. Doesn't he, he work here? Oh, does he? I don't know. I don't where's, know. Where's, where's, is, is Cairo coming back now? Yeah, Cairo, you're back. Yeah, I'm back down. I'll say, yeah. I gotta go. You gotta go hit on him again. Yeah, I can just, I, I'll just head over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just be back here behind the train things. Uh, hello? Okay. I, I can Sounds hear good. you. Oh. Hey. Hey, Zan. Take your shirt off. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I look down to see just how loose this this is. Like almost like I'm considering what she's saying, and then I just kind of adjust it a little bit. Like, oh. Give me an insight uh, check as you poke your head around the corner. <laughs> insight. Six. Uh he just looks like confused as to what's happening and uh, he gives you a little wave. Oh hi. Hey, hey there. I was just Taking a look around. I don't suppose there's any food down here. <laughs> oh, um, uh, I don't, I don't really know. Um, I think maybe, uh, maybe, maybe they're transporting some, but we, we can't, you know, we can't just open uh, the boxes and can't help crack ourselves. Into that. Speaking no. of transporting, what are these? Uh, I, I move to the, the train car and I look it up and down. Yeah. Give me an uh, investigation check. He, um, As he's doing that, can I, uh, this thing that we're looking for, what we're looking for, can I detect magic on it? Um, what are you looking for? Um, well, aren't we looking for the, uh, illegal, what is it, arcana or something? Yeah, but I think... If, the... if, if I think this is the, like, if we have a speculation that this is the guy, he would be near it? Or is this you not can... magic not the same? You can cast detect magic on uh, on an item, um, oh, or okay. you can do yeah, you can do a sort of sonar if you just want to cast detect magic. It gives you a kind of general like a sonar ping of general magic around you, and I think you can concentrate. I... On it. Okay, I have another question. Mm -hmm. Can I cast charm person, but get him to charm to someone else? You want to cast charm person to get him to do what? Charm someone else, Cairo. <laughs> Like Cupid bow this shit. You want to Cupid bow him? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, let me just I'm see what going... charm person does. I think they know they're charmed though, when it's over. They, they do know when it's over. Yeah. They uh, oh. when the spell ends, the creature knows it was charmed by you. Um, and essentially what it does is it uh, when you when you charm the person, um, they regard you as a friendly acquaintance. Is is sort of the out of combat thing. He'll, he'll just become your best friend. It's not really a thing where you can... There is other spells where you can completely control his mind, right? And make him do shit. Um, yeah. And input emotions and stuff into people. But this one is more like... Force him to befriend you. He'll just treat you like he's your, your like BFFs. Um, well, I don't see the harm in not doing it. Because, I mean, if it's not the right guy, he'll just be like, what the fuck? And I'll be like, I don't give a fuck. So... Sure. So I'm gonna you... charm him to like as soon as she starts adjusting her cleavage, they like bounce <laughs> around seductively, and he's just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, charm him. Um, sure. You cast um charm person while as you like because you have to get a little closer to do it. I think 
Um, yeah. So you start maybe Probably moving around to, to do I'm, that? I'm like over here now, by now and I have them follow me, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and uh, Kara, you're looking over this this locomotive. Um, what this is, you know what this is um, on A16. Um, and uh, it is a Gnomish design locomotive train. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty standard stuff. Um, it's designed to work with the Arcanai rail. Um, it's, you know, it's legal Arcanai, um, of one of the very few things that people are legally allowed to use, um, as Arcanai. Um, it's, they're both, they both look exactly the same, pretty much. Like, they're just, like, they've come off the same thing, or the same guy made them, that kind of thing. They're, like, exactly the same, but they, uh, um, they're, they're dormant. It doesn't seem to have all of the parts attached to it. It doesn't have any of the engine parts that would make it run. Um... Uh, it, it just seems to be kind of the shell and maybe put together at the other end. Um, he points at it and says, Oh, uh, that's, uh, that's a train. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. You've never seen that a train sure, before? Sure is. Uh, no, I've, I've definitely seen them. I was, uh, just, just a little bored. You know, there's not really much going on on this ship. I was thinking maybe, maybe I'll have a look on it and just, it's brand new, huh? Then you adjust your um, shirt, and he looks weird. Something changes in his uh, eyes. Something's changed. Um, and he uh, he kind of like he sh- shakes his head a little bit. He like looks you over a little more, um, and is uh, is um, he's like, uh, right, yeah. He looks behind you though, and sees uh-huh. Errol Pay. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, hey. And he uh... winks at you, Errol Pay. Oh. oh. Oh, hi. Hello. Um, my name's Errol. You can call me Errol. Uh, this is Cairo. And she's very pretty, isn't she? Uh, yeah. Yeah, she is. Um, what are you, uh, what are you doing here? I was about to ask you the same thing. Oh, right. Well, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, che- checking on cargo. What about the cargo? Is there like a lot of cool? <gasps> Do they have wine or any sort of booze here? That'd be really fun. We could have a party. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Maybe we should uh, maybe we should get some wine. Hey, um, can you excuse us a moment? He says to you, Cairo. Uh, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> yep. And I'm gonna pass by Errol, and say, nice, nice. Uh. Hey, just try and see if he has like a dragonfly tattoo and uh, yeah, see what you can find out. Good job. And all it was for back is, you should have shown more boob. <laughs> like walk forward a little bit. He, um, yeah, he, he beckons you over to him and says, uh, as you get, as you get close, he says, what on earth are you doing here? I, um, I, um, we're about what? to go. Are you supposed to be coming with us? Uh, yeah, actually. I Did you not... How on earth are you going to that? fit on it? It's designed for two people. I mean, I'm pretty small. I mean, I know I'm tall, but I'm I'm pretty... I mean, look at this. I'm pretty... I'm pretty thin. Shit. Like, I could... I could sit on your lap. Who sent you? Does it matter? Like, aren't we on a time yes, frame right now? Yes, because they're a blithering idiot. Well, we... <laughs> 
Okay, let's not resort to insults right now, okay? It's not the time. Um, well, now is exactly the time because one of us is going to bloody die. Wait, 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 wait. Why are we going to die? And I try because... to say that a little bit louder so <laughs> if they're kind of like within ear distance. Yeah, they might Infidelia and uh, Kyra give me perception checks. He's speaking really quietly, but you, yeah, you lift that up a little bit at yeah. the end. He says, um, he says, Oh my god. Shouldn't you be on the lark or something? <sighs> Listen, okay. Do you, do you know who I It doesn't matter. It, you don't know who I am, and that's perfectly fine. However, um... I don't know who you are. I'm sent here to protect you guys. Don't you know this? Protect I will help you get us. safe passage. Safe. I have power. What are you talking about? Can I? <clears throat> On those perceptions, uh, both of you catch the why are we going to die sentence or whatever it was, the, the important part that she was pushing for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to sneak a little closer here. Out of view, though, so I guess I can't round the corner. Yeah, you can do that. You guys can creep. Your heads pop around the corner. You're Scooby-Doing around the corner yep. for this thing. Um, can I uh, can I use investigation? Do I see a tattoo on his visible body right now? Uh, give me a perception check, I think. Perception, okay. Yeah, because you're kind of glancing. Seven. <laughs> you don't see anything on him, no. He, uh, but he's kind of like, not only does he look like he's fighting against the spell almost, like the, the he's, he's got an element of just pure confusion because he's been bombed with something, but he completely regards you as an ally. Um, yeah. Um, but aside from that, he's kind of like, he, he's, he's almost panicking as he's like looking around and he um, he says I suppose we're all going to have to fit on but I don't I don't even know if it works with all of us in there's like a, uh, uh, we have to lay to down. down we're going to have no. to lay have you spoken to Kraya? you need to keep your voice down someone could right. hear us I and I try to say that loud enough we're almost there all these people doesn't matter what's going to happen they're gonna, they'll be dead soon enough okay we to figure out be- how we're going to Keep ourselves okay. safe. Keep you yeah, safe. Yeah, I know. Kreia's gonna sacrifice one of us. Or we sacrifice Kreia. Oh yes, well we're gonna take on Kreia, are we? Well, I mean, are you weak? You, you don't look weak, but I mean, are you? Well, no, but she can immolate people and just turn them into animals and things. I'm not going to, I can't do anything against that, can I? You, you can't. Oh, are, are, wait. Uh, are you saying? Are you saying? Are you saying that you can't emulate people? I mean, it, I thought we all could. Oh. No, I can't. I'm just here to operate the thing. Oh, well, I can. I, I can. Anyway, that's not. That's not important. <laughs> that's not. That, um, I think that we could win this, um, and we could, uh, you know, escape without Kreia, or we could just, you know, like I said, um... You know, How are I we going to get the Arkana off the ship? Can you blow a hole in the bottom of the ship? Do you want me to? Can you well, swim? Yes. If you can't no, swim, no. then... But blow a hole? Like, how are we going to blow a hole? If in, if we're gonna, what, are you well, saying we want I assume we wanna... she was going to burn it or whatever she does. Isn't uh, that the plan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you do yeah, that? Right. Yeah, I can, I can, I can, yep. I can? like fire a lot. <laughs> You mm. underestimate how much I like fire. Right, well, you're right. 
She might be my wife, but like, we're gonna have to leave have her behind. Have you seen me? Have you seen who I am? Uh, you know what my right, species yes, of course, does. Yes, yeah, like... Of course, yes. Of course, yes. I shouldn't doubt you. Right. Well then, let's let's do it now. Let's do it before she comes down here. Then, quickly. You want us to burn it right now? Yes, that's what she's going to bloody do any moment now. But quickly, before she comes down, we can get off the ship. Okay. Okay. Um. You want me to go to the other side and start fires? Just do it you underneath the thing. Underneath the thing. He's like pointing at the train. The giant train next to you. Oh, and wait, I, no. I point to the train. Wait. I point to the train and I'm like, yes, I know it's right there. Right. Let's get I in it. Let's get fire. in the thing. We'll get in the thing. Can you do it from in the thing? Yes, go ahead and get in it. Let's get in the and thing. And I'm like, I'm like yelling this so that way I hope, like not yelling, but I'm saying it loud enough that they should be able to hear unless they're just deaf. Yeah, he hits the keg that he's standing next to, right? And by yeah. the way, there's just one keg on this side of the ship that's like there. Um, He hits it and give me an arcana check. You're a mage. Oh. Uh, really? I'm rolling really bad. This is the 11. Uh, I th I'll give you the benefit of the doubt that you kind of understand what happens here. The, it, it, you're not sure exactly how, um, but he... Something was casting what was essentially kind of a, a, a programmed illusion or a major image, something like that. It's a sort of illusionary spell. The train, which was the exact duplicate on this side, vanishes, um, and everyone sees it vanish. Underneath the... Well, there instead... Um, attached to its own sort of set of robes is the one of the weirdest things you guys probably have ever seen. Um, you see this very strange, almost certainly Arcanine. You guys have seen this stuff. They always look really weird. Um, Steampunk-esque kind of looking thing, but they always have elements to them that are usually like an Arcanine source, um, or they fire something magical, or they're being powered by something magical. Um, and they're, they're often very alien, and they would look alien even to you guys each time. Um, you see uh, um, something that I think probably all of you notice is made out of a certain type of steel. There's a very specific type of steel called Yoskorin light steel and glass. This Arcanite thing um, looks kind of like to us as a submersible right is what it would look like to us in 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 modern times to you guys it would look really strange like an odd cart um and uh there's a there's a top a hatch that you can see and then a very small window made of glass other than that it's a strange looking thing with whirring parts to it that are already turning um and he he hits the thing revealing um cairo and infidelia on the other end of the train and he shit Quick! Oh, what are they? Who are they? Are they your friends? No! Kill them quick! Oh, uh, right! What's happening? We were just uh, coming I, to I see. I take him and I'm like, I'm a caster, you go first. And I, I try to daintily push him in their direction. He like, he like doesn't move. He's like, the fire! The fire! Do the fire quickly! Oh, right! I forgot about that. I cast Firebolt on him. Firebolt? Okay, yeah, give me a Firebolt attack. 25. Damn, give me the damage. Um, one. <laughs> you like kind of cast like fire on him. And does this break the spell when you do damage to these? I think it does. I think so. Uh, it ends when you do anything harmful to it. Um, but I, they should know by now to like run in there maybe. <laughs> right. Yeah. You see her suddenly turn around and just like a little spurt of fire 
comes up out of her hands and, and catches him alight. He, I think I'm like touching because I'm trying to push him and it's like yeah, I like light his sleeve some, on some fire, but I flame runs it. up his uh, up his tunic and he maybe sets yeah. on fire from a ah, and then he you see him snap out of it. Um, oh, you bastards! I didn't do anything. And uh, you see him kind of like reach for a sword that he doesn't have on his on his belt and he puts his hands up. Right, and he starts to back up. Okay. I don't know what's going on here. He starts to shout very loudly. This wasn't the plan. He's calling He's calling in that chick who's really powerful. We should probably take him down before she gets here. Can I cast Charm Person on him? <laughs> yes, you can, <laughs> but he can make a save. This I didn't really. Get, I gave you the benefit of the doubt last time. This time he, he has to make a save. Um, okay. What is your oh, God. Um, spell save DC? Uh, let me double check. If it's even on your sheet, I'll jump into it to check you. Spell save okay. DC is on your spells page uh, at the top in the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I closed your thing, I think. Um, it's 14. 14. So he has to be a 14. Okay. Um, and he literally just rolls a D20, I think. Uh, and uh, five. He like he goes, he shouts like, this is not going to play. <sighs> Quickly. Get deal with these two. He points at Elpe uh, and and Cairo. Quick, quick! Before she comes down here, we need to get on this this thing. I shout over to Delia. Or I, I guess I don't shout. She's right near me, and I say, "Find out who gave him the order. Find out who he works for." Can I shout back? Or well, I don't hear that. Never mind. First of all, give me a strength save because he's gonna grab you. Oh. Me? Yeah. You gotta be an I'm eleven. Really strong. What are you talking about? I'm really strong. <laughs> uh, you had to. You had to be an eleven. Like he okay. grabs uh, Errol Pate, like in a in like a chokehold, and like and and uh, and starts to just strangle her. He's as choking like, you out. As I'm like choking, I'm like, I'm not into. I'm not into. Right, this. You take care of that one quickly. I don't, I'm not uh, into this. Please, no uh, please stop choking her. What? Uh, stop choking her. Are you mad? Quickly. No, I've got it under control. Just stop choking her. He he loosens the grip, but he doesn't let you go, right? He's still got you, but you're like, what are you, what are you talking about? Who uh, who set this up again? Earth, you... So I can get in touch with them. Cedric. Of course, Cedric. I forgot. Uh, yeah. Just give me her. I'll take care of her. Both of them. I have a plan. Well, what's your plan? Because we need to go before she comes down here. Will you just sit? Sit, and uh, I will go get her. We have to leave any moment, or we're going to miss the drop-off point. I know that. Just I wonder give me where her. this Cedric is from. You, or if you shut up. Has a shut last your mouth. Name. Well, no, she oh. has a good. Where, where is Cedric from again? What are and you I, talking about? I tell, I tell, I tell Delia. Wouldn't it be unfortunate if an axe were entered into this equation? <laughs> Uh, why you are you shush. choking me? He's like, he's like dragging at you, like, shush you. you <laughs> stop well, it. Uh, Infidelia has a sickle that she carries around with her. Oh, so right. I'm just going to walk over and kind of like put it in. His head. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I meant the guy, the guy that hit like she, I mean, uh, and I'm like choking. Oh, we, we, there's two Cedrics I know. And I look at Van again. Which Cedric? 
Yeah, there's two Cedrics. Which one? Which one do you know and which one is where is he from? Cedric, the only Cedric. The man who put this all together. It's all going down. This is it. I'm going to try here. to take his hands off of, um, gosh. He, he kind of like lets right. go, but he's like, Errol. he's like, Errol. he like trusts Errol. you Errol. implicitly. Like, uh, okay. you know, like he's like, like so, com imagine if you were best friends, right? And these are the mm -hmm. enemies. He's so confused, but he's kind of trusting right now of like, what is, uh, what is happening? And, mm -hmm. um, he says, right, fine. Uh, he kind of pushes you away, Errol Pay, and then and then I... turns to the thing and says, "Right." And he just he just starts to turn the uh, the top of it. There's a there's a hatch that he seems to start turning a um, whatever whatever those spinny things are called. Yeah. To open. I would like I... to run and grab. Uh, um, uh, Axe Man. You're running upstairs. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. You start running I'm up. I'm running as fast as I can. Yep. Um, Kara, what are you doing right now? During this um... whole thing. Good question. I've been sort of trying to feed uh, questions to Delia to get out of him. My I, my intelligence is super high, so I'm imagining I'm kind of, you know, the cogs are, are turning over here, and I know that when we see Lyra again, she's very, you know, business-oriented. Like, what would you guys find out? What do we know? Like, what can we report back? So I'm thinking along those lines, and I'm thinking, like, uh, Delia, uh, more info. Uh, does his wife have any weaknesses? You know, can we find out any more about Cedric? I'm gonna grab Van's hands and hold them in my hands as he's like untying it. I just want to grab his hands. He's he's uh he's like, what are you doing? Quickly, we have to get we in just, here. How are we gonna I, get this I want thing you off of you? To take a few deep breaths. Breathe with me. You're right. Well, okay. Hey, one, two. Dad, tell me, uh, where does your wife have any weaknesses? My wife, she have any weaknesses? Um. Well, I suppose she bleeds like the rest of us, right? Okay. Um, is there? Is she not like poison, uh, fire, and well, she likes swords. fire. She likes fire a lot. He's like okay. trying to. He's trying to get. Oh, can you open this quickly? If we just get on this thing, she maybe she yes. won't know we're on it, and maybe we can uh, just get. Away. And I start. I put his hands down, and I start to pretend to open it, but like I'm not doing anything. Do we I'm have just to making kill her. Really? Maybe we can. Maybe we can all we fit to in. kill your wife? You're yes. large. Well, um, now tell me more about Cedric so we can make sure we do this right for him. What do you mean tell me more about Cedric? Did you not? You never met the man? I met him once at a party. Right. But tell me more about what you know about him. I'd like to know. I don't think now is quite the time. And I look, I look over at Cairo and just like give her a look of like this guy is just not giving me anything. <laughs> he's not with me here. He's like, he's like, he's just so confused by you, and he's like rambling a little bit as well, like as he's turning the thing. Isn't that why we're all here? Okay. Um, in that case, I'm gonna dash up and get uh, Lyra. All I know is that she went top deck. Right. So you uh, go, she uh, seems to have him charmed. I'm going top. Running deck. up. Um, Errol Pay goes running into the room with the Goliath. Um, yeah. Side swipe quickly over to you, and I, w I won't change all the stuff, but Errol Pay, you go running into the room, and the Goliath is just sat there. And, uh, I mean, you walk in, he looks at you. I, I run up, and I grab his hands, and my hands are just so tiny compared to his. He's not and even I, bothered I, I at all. I have two hands wrapped yeah. around, like, his fingers, and I'm like... Is she... She wants... 
It's bad. <laughs> yes, no. now is the time. He yes. stands up yes. and yes, starts to fight. walk out without his axe. No, 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 grab that. Hmm. Big fight. A wrestling Big match, fight. yes. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I am mean, a little tired. I'm ready. No, 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 no. Uh, and I like pat his chest and I pat his, I run up and I pat his axe. I'm like, you'll need this. You need axe. axe Weapon, foot. is it? To the death, yes. a true warrior then. Very no, well, as I suspected. Uh, kind of. Though I fear she may actually be stronger than me. Hmm. Very well, small creature. No, no, no. Um, he picks up. And I just grab he, his hand and I try up, to guide him down. <laughs> he, he picks up the axe and like just and and uh, puts it on his shoulder and starts to walk behind you. Um, as you walk out, you see um, you see uh, Kyra running like just a full sprint across the uh, other side as you run up the stairs. Um, Kyra, you see um, the first thing you probably see is. Uh, the dwarf black drink who's kind of like got crazy eyes and he is like crazy eyeballing um, Lyra. The whole time you've been doing whatever you're doing, he's been giving you the stink eye. He looks like he's just about to build up the courage to go over and give you a piece of his mind when suddenly the, the camera vision is, is Cairo's face worried and looking at you. Um, Cairo, Cairo and I have worked together before. I can also probably see that uh, Keep See the owl is agitated as well. So I know something's up. So um, I will immediately kind of make eye contact with her and then just head over to her. What's wrong? Bottom deck now. Got it. You guys start just, running uh, down. Yeah. Yep. yep. On the way down, if we have like a minute, you know, if it takes us like 30 seconds a floor, yep. I'll try to fill her in you, about... It probably, probably doesn't take you that long. Yeah, probably not even that. I'll just say, there's a wizard, I don't know if it's sorceress or, or wizard, um, Kreia, half-elf, bad, and Xan, bad, and Got it. there's an Arcani device. <laughs> just follow me. And I, I do. bring I all will... of you. Over here. Get my rifle out of its long map case, though, if I can. You guys come running down. Um, as you run down, the um, the, the woman um, from the room sees you run past and follows you guys out. And as you guys run down the stairs, um, you can see um, you can see the other stairway. The the Goliath is like walking down proudly. Um, with Errol Pay like kind of dragging at him like faster and he's just kind of like he's doing the like I'm about to walk in and I'm going to showboat and thing Um, in the center of the yeah go on sorry did we pass Kreia on the way or you did but I don't think you saw her like she sees you and that's what makes her run out well she doesn't run out she walks out of the room after you guys Uh, run past and you're running down the steps as she leaves her room you guys come down these steps on the far side of the room is uh errol pay and the uh and i guess the uh the goliath uh which i will bring over here and um on the uh on the in the center of the room is um or as you come down the stairs pretty close to those stairs is um is uh infidelia and zan and and zan is is just freaking out at this point and he's kind of looking you up and down for the most part he seems to be very concerned about your size um as he's saying uh, stuff like the entire time, this you're, you're not going to fit in this thing. Maybe we can. I don't know. I suppose we have to figure out the weight. They told me that the weight is very important. We can't. It's been calibrated. You understand? For 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 me and her. And I don't know what that means. Like I don't want to be trapped under there. It's, it's like a, 
casket. We trapped underwater, oh. and we've already we got to get through that maelstrom or whatever the hell. And you need eventually to take we'll one or make it to oh, the dragonfly, and that's, I suppose that's all that matters. But perhaps we can leave. Maybe we can, maybe we can leave a note. Maybe we can tell her, right? We, I mean, we have to leave her behind. She's going to be very, very, very upset. But we have to, we have to kill her. No. We don't Why have to do you her. have to leave your wife behind? Because we're not going to both fit in this, are we? <laughs> but we will figure it out. Sit down, and we will talk to the plan. Sit down. Sit down, oh bloody hell, as everyone starts running down the stairs. And, what the hell is that? And Goliath, like, dung, dung, dung. We don't want And, uh, like, you, Errol Pay, are the only person that hears it. He says, I am here. A single combat will it be to the death. And um, I pat on his chest and I go, You fight him. And I point to Van, uh, Zan and I go, He take her. And I point, I was like, Not good. You want her, he take her, you fight him to get her. Yes, small boy. I will fight her. <laughs> and uh, yeah. he, he's yeah, just, he, he's like nodding and, and heading forwards towards uh, where you are. You see, um, you see um, uh, Zan turn around. Oh shit, is he with you? What's going on? Wait a minute. And then at the, uh, the top of the stairs behind you, Cairo and, um, and uh, Lyra, they're, figure of Kraya appears and says what on earth is going on here her eyes immediately start to flame on kind of like she begins to summon up a spell you see her like whirling up what looks like a, a big um spell instantly you want to do anything yeah uh, yeah i'm gonna something. pluck my bow first yeah. of all <laughs> yeah you said because as we were running down the stairs she gave me cliff notes which is Kraya bad arcani and zan bad yeah so i am going to shoot her Right, there's a woman behind you who is yeah. like whirling up a yeah. fireball. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. both of you give me attack rolls. Uh, well, by pluck my bow, I mean I'm plucking the string to activate the uh, magical power mm. of this bow. Yeah. But I would like to also attack. So just to clarify, I'll allow I pluck it. the string. That's a bonus action, by the way. Yeah, you um, both get uh, attack rolls. I forget what that does, though, your magic this. bow. Uh, so it gives a plus five to attack or damage um, for a minute. Right. Uh, once per turn, right? Once per turn, I can only use it after, again after a short rest. Um, but my question to you is, do I have to declare if I'm going to use it on the attack or damage before I roll an attack? Um, or can I decide when I get to uh, which I want, I want to apply it to depending th- on what I roll? I think before, yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm not going to apply it to the attack this time. So here's the attack. 23. Uh, okay. You rolled the uh, d10 because you've got your own sort of Arcanai element to this rifle. Um, yeah. And uh, 17, 17 and a 23 are both hits. Give me the okay. damages. Um, who hits first? Um, I assume, I'm going to say um, uh, Lyra does because I didn't give you a turn order here, but you... You pluck the thing first, so we'll say that Lyra's gotcha. attack is in. She just whirls this gun around, and just there's a there's a silent nothingness so, as a full gunshot realistically goes off and uh, strikes the um, the sorceress here. You uh, also fire off a bow. What is the total damage? Hang on. Um, um, so I get four plus five, that's nine, but I also get Colossus Slayer because she will have taken damage from... Oh, all right, the, give uh, me all the damage then. 
<laughs> so that's nine plus when I click on Colossus Slayer, it's not going, but it does say 1d6, so I will do that here. So it's really just 10. 10. So in total. I think uh, I did 15. Sorry, it's 1d8, but I don't know how to rectify that now. But. Uh, you can roll it again. I'll be okay. I'll be, I'll be good guy, GM. Do, do, do. It's still one. Wow. Um, <laughs> so it's 10 damage total. All right. So in total, it is 10. And then from Lyra, it is 15. 15. Nice. Uh, how do you two want to kill her? <laughs> um, I feel like we've done this many we've worked together before um yeah. several times so i feel like when she said bad and we heard her going down the stairs like what's going on in here we just immediately kind of readied position and as soon as she crested the the staircase we just i shot her and, yeah yeah it, it was horrifically team. like commando yeah. swat team style as the two mm -hmm. of you suddenly just turn she's like whirling you can hear her kind of in in canting and she's about to let loose this fireball um a hole appears in her you know like from this silent rifle as it goes off and it's just a a, a, a horrible kind of wound that um that hits her in in the chest and then an arrow punctures up through um the bottom of her uh jaw and into her head and she just falls backwards the the fire it it, it goes out instantly and she falls and then she she tumbles down each of the stairs rolling um dead before she hits the bottom you hear zan just scream in the mm. in the background oh oh god oh no <laughs> quickly do something fatal. and he's like he's like hitting and, you in fidelia like <laughs> and hearing him scream i'll yell over don't don't kill him we need we need the info and i i look at uh the call and i'm like no 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 kill him <laughs> kill him he, he's, he's he kill turns him. to you uh in fidelia and he's he's like grabbing at you um what do we do We'll see that we took care of it. You know, now we don't need to worry about her. Yes, who are they? Quick! I, um, I, I pick up. Can I pick up Zan? <laughs> you can give me an athletics check. The, uh, the Goliath is like moving down the stairs. Okay. As, uh, and you, you hear him, Errol Pays, like, he's just saying stuff what? like, I don't know what's going on here, but when they're finished with their conversation, our battle to the death will begin. Yes, he, but he's still kind of moving forward, right? Like he's heading. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eleven. Um, yes, you can pick him up, but it's not. It's a struggle. Like it's not like you're just like whoop. You're lifting him up, and he. Ah, ah. And I'm trying. Maybe, maybe knock him out. We'll tie him up. I don't I, know. I give him a squeeze. Like I'm. I try to calm him by like giving him like. Shh. It's okay. It's okay. But I'm squeezing him hard enough that he'll pass out. <laughs> Give me I'm another athletics it. check. <laughs> an eight. An eight. Now, I need to remind myself of a rule. One second. Because I don't do this ever. No more oxygen for you. Pointless. Um, Give me another athletics there, there. check. Another Please. one? Yes. Okay. Uh, a two. Um... You like squeezing him. Mm -hmm. um, everyone else, you can see that he reaches down for the sickle that's on her hip um, and takes it off. I don't think infinitely you can tell. He's like, you're you're like crushing him. 
Um, are, we, are we able to move or react? What do you guys want to do? Yeah, everyone bar Infidelia can do something right now. Uh, he has it, by the way, in his hand. All right. Can mm -hmm. I cast um, a cantrip? Yeah. Dancing lights to distract him. <laughs> like behind uh, Delia, I want to cast like these like wild dancing lights that like are swirling around near like his head. Okay. Yeah. I'm um, just trying to steal it. I just immediately go like like, and I just cast these lights. Um, yeah, they just start appearing around his head, and he's immediately like, oh, what, what the? He's like freaking out by it. Um, what are you able to? I'm just gonna hunter's mark Zan. Mm -hmm. That's it. Okay. I'm gonna move uh, kind of closer to him and 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 be, yeah, be following uh, Vakal as he walks closer. Lyra. Like, um, I would like to use my like feline agility and try to um. I'm gonna fucking shoot him if oh. I think he's. I think if if he's gonna attack her with that, I'm gonna shoot him. Yeah. All right, give me the attack um, roll. That's unfortunate. Eleven. Uh. Is a hit. <laughs> um, yeah, I think a, uh, I think a, oh my God. Um, all right. Well, how do you want to kill him? <laughs> um, I think I try, I do try not to, um, hurt him. I'm like shoot him in the back, but I'm just reacting. Uh, and I see that he grabs her her weapon and she doesn't see it and I know it'll take two seconds for him to just ram that up into her ribs and she'd be down so I just shoot I don't hesitate yeah and yeah he um he has the stats of a commoner from the monster manual because he's pretty much just here to do he's not a fighter at all um and yeah you you fire at him and he dropped you hear the sound of a sickle drop behind him um in Vidalia as he is uh, is shot and you feel like the warm rush of some blood running over your um, arms and hands and he falls very limp quite quickly and you hear him cough up <coughs> a bunch of blood um and uh yeah i mean these two are Hyrule, dead can you heal him fuck what you weren't supposed to kill him he was and i point to the goliath <laughs> yeah what is the goliath's reaction it is now time for our duel he, he says and, and offers to uh, Infidelia, but stands there patiently. I, I, I like grab, I try to grab his axe. Like, no, 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 not with this. That was for the other guy. I just pull out my badge, the art, the Inquisitor badge, and it's over sure, now. He even so knows just, what like, that is. Fucking Let hold just... that up. Well, because isn't Goodtail here, like, fucking watching? He is, at this point, like, Goodtail is fucking hiding, by the way. Like, yeah. he's, like, behind a wall. Like, he's, he's, like, freaking out, but he's watching everything intently. Yeah, he's, he's like, like get a good shitting himself. Yeah. Um, and uh, he he just he holds his hands up probably as you see. I don't, I'm not, I don't know what's going on. I'll I'll leave. I, I didn't no, see no, nothing. Stay. I didn't just see sit. nothing. I didn't sit. No, no, I like this down. guy. He's, let him stay. I didn't see nothing. I didn't see nothing. Um, I'll tell a tell. I'll make him change all our names and everything. The, all right, what, uh, what the hell happened here? Um, but these guys are bad guys. That thing's Arcana. This guy, and I point of a call. He wants to bang Delia. And um, good telltale stories. So that's kind of what happened. I don't know where you were, but there was a lot happening, and there's a lot of um, 
I'll, I look at I look at Delia. I'll butt in and say, uh, so Kreia and Zan are a married couple, mm-hmm. and all we know is that someone called Cedric mm-hmm. put them up to burning this ship after they left it in whatever those are. I point to the uh, Arcana and I say, yeah, they were going to burn the ship and it's calibrated to their weight only. So we're just going to have to get it back what is from it? the ship. I don't know. There might be another one. It was cloaked as a train initially. He said it was... Can I detect magic? A yep. submersible? I would like to detect magic. You might. <laughs> oh, um, we're I'm in the... Going to... Do I have to roll? Um, no, you... Um, you... You very quickly, you, you do whatever you do. Blah, 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 boom, and uh, the other train is a train. Um, okay. For real. Um, the only thing that is uh, magical here, you can feel a sense of um, uh, energy. It would, it would be kind of like evocation magic, I guess. But it's, it, it's for sure got like a dormant energy source inside this um, uh, Arcanine, the, the submarine looking thing. Um, and uh, also the keg. The keg is, um, on the front of the keg, you can see a rune that you might recognize, probably understand. It, it practically turns on and off a programmed illusion, is, is a spell that you would understand, maybe not know, um, to, uh, to project the image um, of, a, of a train there kind of thing and cover this thing up. That's really all the magic there is here. Okay. Um, do I need to cast something to try and understand what, like, what this is specifically? What this, like, little mini submarine golden thing is? I think, um, I don't think that really you, you know. I think Ark and I, although you guys, I think all of you would have a pretty similar understanding because you're all relative experts on it. This thing is clearly something, I mean, you can determine that they were going to use it to escape, maybe burn a hole in the bottom of the ship and drop it out. Um, and it seemed like they were going to be in it and it may be it's something that allows them to breathe underwater or move around underwater or stay underwater or something like that at least survive this for whatever purpose um they obviously said they wanted to get to a designated point what it is how it works you've seen a lot of arcani powered stuff the train is the same thing um the trains that are used are big they they're big kind of um uh yeah metal machines but they have a source of energy um that, are, that enhances them it seems to be maybe something like that it doesn't appear to have any like weapons it doesn't look like it's going to explode or anything but i don't think you know exactly I, what it is but you, can, you can see what it's made of on it though will it like reveal that um let's have a look because we're in weird territory with arcanine i know because it's not really stuff that exists it's not a spell necessarily but I feel like this is like I was given a lot of skills that are meant to like yeah. specifically hunt this stuff down though. Yeah, you that's exactly what you're supposed to do. Choose an object. Um, if it's a magic item, uh, you learn its properties and how to use them. You'd, you'd understand how to use the thing, yeah. Um, whether it requires attunement, um, any spells are affecting them and stuff like that. So I think you'd probably get a good, damn good idea, yeah, if you do that. I want to ritual cast it, which takes about 10 minutes. Yeah. So I like sit down and I just ignore the Goliath, I ignore everyone, I tune everyone out and I just start trying to cast this thing. I think you guys gonna... totally know what she's doing as well. Yeah. In 10 minutes, yeah. she's going to stand We've up and go, this. I can, you know, I know Kung Fu, you know, she does that <laughs> with every yeah. arc and I. I'm going to say to Delia, didn't he mention the dragonfly? He did. I'm supposed okay. to take it to that. This to the dragonfly. Wait, but these two? 
But what? It, how? So the crew is involved. What? Is, what is it? You, you... Um, Lyra. On your character sheet in the first episode, you didn't have a pocket watch, but now you do. And you feel it. Where is the pocket watch? It's on your purse. Um, breast pocket. I'm usually Lyra's fully clothed, like all from head to toe to cover her fur and stuff. So I imagine I I have it hanging. You hear a strong ticking noise coming from your breast pocket. Loud. Uh, Oh, so I didn't know that I had this. Now you're telling me it's here. Okay, so then it probably wouldn't have been in my breast pocket like I was wearing it. But okay. Someone Um, probably put it on you. Yeah, okay, then it's down probably by my waist. Um, so then I will go and I'll reach for it and I'll pull it out and look at it. Yeah, you pull it out How and it this? opens straight away. Um, if you guys want to open the stream, you'll see the uh, prepared video that I've got for mm. the end of the stream here. Um, as we jump over, I'll mute the music for you guys so it doesn't ruin it or whatever. We're going to jump to the little final cutscene before the end. Um of uh, what happens. So you open, you pull this thing out and suddenly it opens up and you hear it um, as it begins to speak to you. Here is what you hear. This is the Arch Inquisitor. We were afraid of this. You had to be kept outside of the biggest kept secret of the last five centuries. Theromesia developed an Arcani technology known in part as the Ward Engine. It tore Thelmesia into the ocean. Of the millions living there, only a few hundred survived. However, the Ward Engine is still active. It has been this entire time. It is why the ocean above Thelmesia's grave is a no-go zone. We believe someone has stationed themselves down there, somehow, living inside the maelstrom. We believe that yesterday they bastardized the power of the Ward Engine and activated an Arcani of their own. For now, you are the only Inquisitors we have available to get down there, investigate and stop whatever these people are doing. Inquisitors, you are no longer the B-Team. You're the only team we've got. Mm. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of today's oh session ladies and gentlemen <laughs> um congratulations yeah that was amazing that was so you fucking cool did, uh, <laughs> you did good um so did you <laughs> uh yeah it was uh, it was close, by the way. Uh, you were on a sort of timed thing. Like any moment now, she was going to go down there and just explode the bottom of the ship, and that oh would have been how you God. had to deal with it. Like it was oh. real. If you guys didn't get like it was just on a you know obviously because of a the timer. Stream. We ran a little late, and I'm sorry, but um, yeah, the uh, <sighs> there was a point where you know if you got because you, I didn't know I didn't know if you were just because you could have walked straight over to Zan and charmed him because that's really yep. all you did there is it he char- you charmed him and he was like oh you're one of us <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh yeah um so yeah i i also saw someone very early on in the stream be like that accent's fake and that's exactly why i did it <laughs> i was like i'm gonna juke them out because they're gonna think that i'm okay with doing american accents because of future aura 
but well, actually that's why I kind of like whenever I was talking to what's his what's his face Goodtail I was like hmm this guy yeah but then I also mm. kind of wanted I'm not gonna lie I kind of wanted to get Delia late anyway hey there's no there's no saying <laughs> it didn't happen you know between now and the next yeah, time we see knows? we see these guys maybe they will jump in and they'll be married or something um I don't know I don't know he was about to go defend her. And then uh, fight her. He was about to fight her. He was about to fight death, her. To the death. <laughs> I can only imagine that's going to turn them on a fair bit. That's, yeah, uh, that's how it is. Who knows? Like, yeah. Who knows? Well, I'll, we'll, we'll find out. Well, maybe we'll find out. Hey, I don't I'll know. Cash shield. We're good. Maybe we'll find out. Um, all right. We ran over a little bit. So let's do a round of shout outs and uh, then we'll we'll see you guys uh, next time. Let's start with our, our guest here Tuesday since you're not going to be here next week. Unless someone yeah. vanishes and is unavailable next week, which is a great way um, to force me to continue with this side of the campaign by the way if you just would leave. first of all thank you that was super fun um and yes i will pinch hit anytime it's needed this is a very interesting and fun campaign um so thank you guys especially brad for putting this together and if you guys want to see more of me maybe someday that'll happen if you follow me at forward slash tuesday gray on twitch and twitter thanks for watching mm. uh what about you pocket where can people find you it was awesome having Tuesday here, and this was a really fun... I didn't know what this was going to be like. I was really nervous, but it was super fun, and I got to play someone that was still evil, but way different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> way different. Um, I'm Pocket, P-O-K-K-E-T. You can find me at Pocket on Twitter and Twitch. I stream every day but Monday. I will be going to my dad's this week, but I, I will be available for roleplay and um, streaming from there. And yeah. I had a lot of fun. This was really exciting. I got to see what the B team was about. Mm, this is no longer the B team. No longer the no B team. Longer, yeah. No longer. Yeah. No longer. And um, I, I, I'm a dro, but I didn't want to do the face paint. I'm sorry. I just kind of like shaded my cheeks gray a little. Yeah, no, I 100% <laughs> would never have done it either. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, anyway, KPP. How can people find you? What are you doing? Uh, you can find me at Katie Peters Plays. I was today was fun and i got to live out my best trek life so mm -hmm. thank you for this <laughs> um yeah i play a lot of sci-fi and horror games on my channel even though i'm playing a game about the canadian wilderness right now but yeah and i'm here next saturday for reaper relay where i play a solarium yes! it's and so I'm, good sorry I, i'm really excited about that that's at 8 p.m eastern so it's a late night show on saturday but it's a lot of fun and yeah Th thanks for accepting Infidelia and all of her creepiness. <laughs> uh, what about you, PB? Um, what am I doing? I don't even know. Does it even matter? Uh, Reaper Relay on Saturday. I do production on that. So basically I sit there with popcorn and like, you know, do sounds and stuff, but I get to watch and enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um... And yeah, I stream and do shit on my own channel sometimes too. But I think that's it. Other than ZBO, ZBO is going to be a crazy episode oh this week. Oh my god, I don't even know. Come what, watch that. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be something. Yes. Um, that's tomorrow night. ZBO is our Lancer, which is kind of like a Gundam show. And uh, tomorrow is a bit of a one shot as well. So if you wanted to see a similar kind of situation where we just do some slightly off, you know, you don't need to have watched any of it to so probably enjoy it tomorrow. Then uh, join us. Well, um, I want to say one more thing. I yeah. want to shout out Lucifer, who did a great fan art and really mm. captured the essence of Ellie. Yeah, it was so, so good. Regards. 
link it in the uh link it in the chat i'll put it in the description if you're watching on the vods and stuff as well um and uh yeah because it is it's dope um also um the goliath vickle is a uh a patreon npc that was submitted by point and also there was a merchant that you didn't speak to yeah. Um, called Herbert. The, I thought about was, it. The one with the pipe, right? I yeah. wanted to, but I, I wanted to, to as well. Uh, Herbert is a so merchant who sells oregano. Who was on the ship, um, and maybe I'll fit him in somewhere else. I'm, I'm now going to give him some sort of magical properties to maybe show up somewhere else. You know, like Hell Sid yeah. or something in in Final Fantasy, where he just showed I up. I feel like he would have heard us at least because he was like right there at the like stairs down. Yeah, so maybe he comes down after. Yeah. Maybe, like maybe he had a dragonfly tattoo as well, but who knows? Ooh. Probably, uh, probably he just sells yeah, that's oregano. That's what I'm wondering. Probably, like, I wonder. probably he just sells oregano. He also just, just in case we never see him again, he is very well endowed. So, oh, I didn't. Okay, I'm right. Well, I'm right. It's good. It's um, good to know. So thanks, Point. Thanks, Shizuki, and uh, obviously the the whole team were kind of Patreon NPCs by some of the Inquisition on Discord. Yes. If you want to mm-hmm. join the Inquisition then head on over to the Table Story Discord. There is a very active Dying Order channel. You can go in and just chat shit with everybody and see what you think and uh, what you think is going on. There's a lot of theory crafting and things in there. Um, and that is how you join the Inquisition yourselves. Thanks very much for watching. This was the second Inquisition mission. And the uh, the third one's going to be something else, probably. It's going to be gonna be something for sure. I'm uh, taking over a full-time role of matchmaker, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what... Maybe we'll just... We'll cut to, like, you know, 15 years in the future where the Goliath and the Half-Orc are living happily on a farm with 45 children fighting each mm. other. Who knows? <laughs> Find out next time on the next episode. Thanks for playing, players. We'll see you soon, thank Tuesday. You. Thanks for jumping in for us. Uh-huh, and anytime. we'll return with the main story next week, probably. Bye.